getting ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys. Boys, a podcast of four friends, made better friends, through love and professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Matt. I'm Zach. I'm Eastside. <laughs> I'm Jenna. I'm Sally Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the surgeon number three. <laughs> um, yeah, Jenna's here. Woo! I'm also back. Yeah, yeah Eastside's well. back. So you can quit fucking crying, Walter. Yeah, Walt. What's up, Walter? There's more me. Yeah. I'm about to start my own six-hour podcast. No, I'm not. <laughs> six hours of Eastside doing impressions. I don't do any impressions. We have friends. Yeah, so a, lot have a, lot people, a lot of people. There's a lot of people in Brett's house. <laughs> Brett has a lot of friends somehow. Well, you know, it's because everybody respects me in this business. Sure. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll talk to you Respect the boy toy, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> you guys made up on this show. Well, you know, we actually made up two on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so let's get into some, some random shit. First of all, Enzo Amore is a shithead still. Yeah, okay, least surprising news. Yeah. The, the like, Who would have thought? The most on-brand news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Besides, actually, the second most on-brand, because I feel like the whole Ronda thing is very on-brand yeah. to her. Yeah. But, uh... Enzo Mori got kicked off of a airplane today, flying from JFK to LAX, for vaping. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. Just he wouldn't not vape. <laughs> or respect the flight attendants. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine wouldn't that. Wouldn't follow the rules. The like like he doesn't follow the rules, and then it's for vaping. Yeah, he was like, I wonder if that's why Roman kicked him off the bus. For vaping. Like fucking stop vaping, dude. Just please. Who wants to smell no your fucking smell. Fruit Loops, Brady? Yeah. <laughs> 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 that wasn't supposed to say Brady. <laughs> Redacted. No, I remember one time he was, was vaping at the boy. house, and I was like, "Why does the house smell like maple syrup?" Yeah. <laughs> and Miguel goes, "Oh, that's Brady's Oh, it's Brady. God. And then uh, Cody Rhodes. So first off, he tore his meniscus. That's never good, but everything else is good in there. Not that bad. Some of us do that, myself included, have torn meniscus. Mm-hmm. Physical therapy hurts like hell. Um, but he's going to be fine. Um, but also, he tweeted out that his next match for Ring of Honor is, is going to be at Final Battle against Jay Lethal. And he said that it's going to be his last match for Ring of Honor. So he is becoming a free agent. Um, huh. It's just, there's a lot of stuff going around with them, like the Elite. The Bucks, Hangman, Marty. So Cody's under contract with Ring of Honor right now? Yeah, after yeah. he had signed. Okay. And same with the Bucks, whereas um, like Kenny Omega... Actually, pretty much everybody except Omega signed with Ring of Honor. And Kenny Omega's the only one signed in Japan. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But what's really weird is that like they keep talking about wanting to stick together. I, I have a feeling that some like they might start breaking off. Because they're going to probably offer just a boat of money. 
I could see someone like Adam Page like breaking off. Yeah. He's probably not making as much as the Bucks and like Cody. I could but... s- I could see either like guy yeah, like him or I could see Kenny Omega because them offering him a just a gold plated boat of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, probably a boat, a train, a plane, an automobile. Yes. Yeah, well, there's been a, there's been like too much talk between like. Can you talk about how he wants to like wrestle Fight like Buddy Xavier Murphy, Xavier, or like Seth, or did he say Buddy Murphy? Yeah. So yeah. it's like I it's been... WWE the WWE guy who uses all his moves. Yeah. <laughs> but makes him look pretty good. I will say that Buddy does that V trigger really well. Yeah. Yeah. But I like there's so much talk of it. It's like okay at this point I'll be disappointed if you don't go, Kenny. <laughs> at some point. I feel like they might start their own promotion. That's the like what's like it's cool like to to do that but. The big thing is they'd have to like get a, like a TV deal, and as we've seen with Impact, they can't get a TV deal. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure like their TV deal pays about as much as this podcast pays us. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have to look like MLW is able to. I feel it's a more of a Court Bauer thing because he's in the entertainment industry, out uh, as well as with wrestling because he was with uh, Combatus America, the MMA promotion that. Alberto Del Rio was the figurehead of. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, he was involved with that, and so having that connection already, that's how they're able to do theirs. I feel like if they got connected with the right person, they could. Just a money mark. Yeah, because the thing is, like, Impact just kind of has that, like, just that branding has, like, the whole, like, stink to it. Yeah, because Jeff, when Jeff Jarrett tried to do GFW, the real global force, the first time, yeah. they did the tapings in Las Vegas. Guys like Bobby Roode, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, the best friends. They were all on these tapings. PJ Black, um, Johnny Global Force, I don't know. He's probably there. Oh my god. <laughs> He's everywhere. <laughs> Johnny Survivor. Um, Boom. John, Johnny Matt's house. But the thing is, Jeff Jarrett had that connection to Impact. But he tried everything and he didn't get a deal. Yeah. Maybe they should try networks, like untapped networks, like the DIY network, TLC, uh, the Food Network. I think oh, if they yeah. really wanted to, wrestling. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's fair. I think if they really wanted to, they could just because like they're arguably the hottest act of wrestling right now. You know, they are, but it's still like it's tough. Yeah, it's like in Cody's tweeted before that he saw his dad lose money like his whole childhood because being of a promoter, being a promoter, and also like, do they really want to go lose money when they have as could get the most they could possibly get? Uh, if this was. If their contracts had ended, let's say September 30th or September 1, like when All In happened, and then they announced they're doing that, that would have been a really good time because the iron was hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things have cooled off with, with like indie wrestling as well as like just with New Japan as well, with them not being on the New Japan tour, with it being the slower time for New Japan because it's the just to build the Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Also, it, New Japan is just doing some weird booking right now. Yeah, they're just doing some weird stuff anyways. Well, because they're under new management too, right? Yeah. yeah. They've been under that new management for a minute, but like they're really like going in a different direction, it seems. And then Ring of Honor is just apparently... just this, they, They're just the same. And so it's yeah. just hard. It's hard to... It's going to be tough for them, but if they had the right people in place and enough money, they could do it, but... They need to have something where the... They need to strike when the iron's hot. They need another big event. They need big news. They need something. Because right now, things really cooled off. Well, as I'll say, as Big Dave said, you'd be surprised who's been in contact with them. 
With WWE? No, with like the Bucks and like Cody. Yeah. Like, wanting to start stuff. Well, with me, I. I well, he also. I, Big I Dave also <laughs> said you'd be Brad. surprised at who WWE is contacting <laughs> yeah. for New Japan. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they they're probably offering <laughs> all of the big guys money. Yeah, they wanted Naito, and he's like, nah, fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't be a guy I would ever think would go either. No, I can't imagine them handling Naito right. No. Like, oh, no. New Japan can't even do New it. New Japan. Yeah. yeah. Like, New Japan right now is, like, breaking up all the factions, basically. Like, except LIJ, and LIJ's in doing nothing important right They're now. not doing well. They're so, like, they're the still the most over, like, faction to the Japanese audience, and they're just, like... Not doing anything with them. Chaos is essentially Taguchi Japan at this point. Taguchi Japan might be stronger than Chaos right now. I know. Yeah, Okada's just hanging out on a boat. It's just the Okada Cruise. Yeah. yeah. What's even Ishii doing right now? Uh, he's the like a Rev Pro champ. Yeah. Hell yeah. Just beating the shit out of people. Just switches between him, Minoru Suzuki, and Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. Those belts. The scary shooter boys. <laughs> but if if they do something here soon. To spark more interest, um, it'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I just want, I I would like them to do something like big, but I just feel like they, since they didn't, they couldn't do it at all in. Right. They need something else because that's when every like if you would have hit then, I could have fucking ran with it. Yeah, and I'm I'm really I'm excited to see what they do, but I'm also like I, I don't really have any predictions. So I feel like the easy one is to say they're going back, you know, Cody may be coming back to the WWE or like Kenny and whatnot. But I was like, ah, it's if they were smart, this is what you do: you sign little short-term Jericho deals with WWE, mm-hmm. and then after those are done, right then, boom, you sign something else, yeah. do your own thing, or at least yeah. have an opt-out in it. Like say, like we'll sign for two years, but we need a one-year opt-out. The like, Del Rio clause, because mm-hmm. like. They, they're a rare performer who has that kind of power to get something like that into yeah. a contract. Yeah. Like, they can just play Triple H like fucking Brock Lesnar played Vince McMahon the past year. <laughs> yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, he has. Yeah. I will say, though, he is looking real thin. He's looking fit. Like he has He's in the drug roads. pool, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. <laughs> Brock? He's yeah. In yeah. But, He's in the drug pool, but has something to actually work out for, so he's thin instead of fat. Did you guys catch this week, too, in his like, weird, slightly anti-Semitic uh, That's just how he talks to Paul. Yeah, when uh, Jinder was like, let me show you my mantra, and like, uh, I think Paul was like, should we listen? And he was like, well, you're Jewish, yeah, we should listen. He's like, well, you're a Jew, that's what yeah. he said. And then Paul Heyman was like, Jews don't have mantras! <laughs> <laughs> they have a relationship where I feel like that's okay. Oh, no, I know what you mean, but I was just like, huh? It's like, I'm sure it's okay between them. It's still not a thing. No. You should say on TV, Brock. <laughs> no. Yeah, Paul even said it. Yeah. He's like, I'm Brock's Jew. Like, yeah. yeah. He's, again, he's allowed to say that. Yeah. But like, still, just don't say that on TV. It's yeah. just weird because the few times Brock Lesnar's talk, that's the kind of shit that comes out of his well, it's mouth. Like, he's <laughs> like, hey, Paul, say something stupid. <laughs> And his weird high-pitched voice. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about like after he bombed that promo with Johnny Ace a long time ago, like when he first came back in 2012. He's like, "Get me Heyman, he's my Jew," yeah. and that's it. Okay, oh. he goes and hires the, the, the wrong Jewish guy, <laughs> the wrong Paul Heyman, <laughs> the wrong balding car salesman. God. He fucking hires Cole Cabana. He hires Eric Bischoff. He's like, this guy ran a promotion into the ground, too. He somehow hires David Starr. <laughs> Jesus. 
Oh, do you know what I realized? <laughs> Owen Hart and Colt Cabana look a lot alike. Dude, so I can see. I can see the nose. Yeah, it's all the nose. The nose and the the orange singlet and the singlet. Singlet will take you a long way. I think that Owen Hart says ass way better. That's my ass! <laughs> like, yeah, like, has to yell it and, like, make it, like, a little bit, like, ass! <laughs> ass! Alright, let's talk about... Did you kick somebody's leg out of their leg? Yeah. That's why I kicked his leg out of your leg. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Monday Night Raw, but just one thing. Yeah, so we're... we're Lashley. We're, Lashley. Uh, yeah, Lashley. Yeah. Lashley. 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 Speaking of ass. What? Okay, actually, can we talk about no, what yeah, is we, going on? Yeah. No, okay. It's, time. it's perfect because Lashley... <laughs> Lashley just kind of pants on moons the crowd the last two weeks. He's becoming oh, yeah. Jim Carrey from yeah. Ace Ventura. But it's, he does yeah. it so slowly that I love it. If he was just like, yeah, like slapping it, like kiss my ass, it would be one thing. But he's just like... Stand, bend over, hold, next direction, repeat. And it's like, what? I just want to know what. Why? <laughs> yeah. Do you know that's a Vince McMahon? Bend over. Show him the oh. <laughs> See, he's showing his butt. <laughs> Remember when this guy signed? Now rip a fart. <laughs> After WrestleMania, and everyone's like, oh my god, a Brock Lesnar match with him would be great. Now he just Look at where we're at now. <laughs> Rip a big stinky. <laughs> He's gonna take Natalia's gimmick. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Nia's gonna have that gimmick oh, here soon. Gosh. Oh shit, dude. Fort. Um, but yeah. Is she gonna dance with a great colleague? <laughs> They're gonna bring great colleague back. I still wanna know what's up with that stable. That's a different topic for a different day. But great colleague Hornswoggle and Natty just kinda dancing in the ring together. Nice. That's a cool stable. Like yeah. <laughs> so we should mention too though that we're are we, we're testing something new out. Well, we're not going to do a full... Yeah, we're not going to talk about the whole three hours of bullshit that, that is Monday Night Raw. We're just going to hit the hot topics, and then yeah. we're going to play a we're fun gonna, game. We're going to go to Hot Topics <laughs> and hang out with Hell yeah. <laughs> we're going to go to Hot Topics and buy some fucking shirts. Buy bro. some Motionless in White and uh, Bring Me the Horizon shirts. And Elite. <laughs> Keeping it on brand. Yeah. Um, NXT Loud. Yeah. Um, They're loud as shit. So yeah, Ronda, Ronda was out. Oh. They just cut to it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was in the back. So, Becky... Well, first off... Yeah, you do it. Let's talk about Ronda Rousey cutting a promo <laughs> about the quote-unquote... Millennial man. The millennial man. She, who is, in fact, a millennial herself, mm-hmm. um, was giving Becky shit because she was apparently... Because she's a skinny jean-wearing... Avocado, avocado toast eating. She pretty much called her a liberal snowflake cuck. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then said there's just some things about Sandy Hook that just don't like. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I know with that whole promo, I was like, sheesh. It would be one thing if you were like much older or much younger, but it's just like, what are you talking about? Also, just or if like, she's supposed to be a fucking heel. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, too. But also, it's like, have you even fucking just thrown a little bit of toast in the fucking toaster and spreaded some avo on that? And also, it's like, hey, hey, WWE, what what's the number one, like, key demographic that literally every company wants to go after? Fucking millennials. Like... 18 to 34. Yeah. That's kind of prime millennial age. Yeah. Like, I feel like Ronda Rousey feel, like thinks she's like Vince McMahon or something. Because, like, if you look at it that way, she's dissing millennials... 
she hates women for the most part. Oh yeah, like just I said, like, fight like a girl. I get you, and you're making it seem bad. See, like, but like every other thing is just like do nothing, bitch. Like um, every muscle on my body does something. Like my mom broke my arm. Wake me up. Uh, yeah, that's or awful. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's actually abuse. Also, <laughs> she has uh, said. Me and my husband never need lube, and if you don't need lube, then you're not trying hard enough. Oh, Rhonda. So Rhonda. that's a thing, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't. Rhonda Rack. Yeah. I, know I don't mean. understand who she's supposed to appeal with with the comments she makes. Totally, she's, yeah. She's appealing to. Lacey Evans. The same Lacey Evans Just crowd. Lacey the, Evans. The, the WWE universe. I no, mean, the thing is, is that it's changing because all that stuff got booed and made fun of. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were chanting for Becky. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. So it's like they're off-putting even their own crowd. Which yeah. I think is the first time Ronda's been booed since she's been on the show. Has, has but, Paul Heyman still been uh, it's writing her, her? Mostly her and Paul stuff. Heyman. The weird verbiage is her. What if, what yeah. if Paul Heyman is just like, let's just fuck this up? Well, I'm pretty sure it's Ronda that's like, like I'll go out there and make fun of her for being a millennial. People will get that. And he's probably like, oh, God. Okay, I'll like, help you at least write You know it. Paul Heyman, even if he doesn't personally like millennials, would know why that's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he was always very progressive in his thoughts of they always need to move forward. So a little sidebar for Paul Heyman. He was asked to take over TNA years ago, and they were actually still making money. Yeah. And he said he knew they had to move into the future. He knew everything was always about the future, always thinking a step ahead, always doing this. That's what he did with ECW. And so he was going to fire... Every legend except one that was every person over 40 except one person, and he was the guy that was going to be your Terry Funk that would help get these other young guys on the map. So yeah. He's always so forward thinking with that, he wouldn't write something so fucking backwards. Well, because yeah. he thinks about money. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. like one that's killing Rhonda, but also it's alienating a dem- whole demographic. Yeah. 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 And there were, like, at Evolution, there were a shit ton of kids. Like, but that's the yeah. thing. It's like, you know, like, whatever they call, like, this women's movement, the pink wave or whatever. It's like, that's powered by millennials. So, like, you're saying she's the face of this movement, but then you're having her diss that demographic she's supposed to be the face of, supposedly. Yeah. So, it just, to me, it makes absolutely no sense. Because it's not like MMA fans are crossing over and being like, yeah, wrestling. Like, if you go on her Instagram or her Twitter, like, everyone's just like, why the fuck are you doing fake fighting yeah. now? Yeah. Also, like, think about, like, just... Survivor Series is in LA this year. Of all the places for her to cut a promo against, like avocado toast and shit like that, they're <laughs> going to a pay per view in LA. Like, people are like, no, fuck you. This is that, like, that's like what we eat shit. here. That's our food avocado. group. It's either, if you, they'd only be worse if they're going to fucking Portland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just like, yeah, yeah, Portland, suck your own. <laughs> and she's. Park your big wheel bike over there. <laughs> She's so bad at it, though, that it's just th- pushing Becky to the moon. She, the thing like, is, is she's not bad at the delivery. Her and delivery it, is getting better every time, and the content's getting worse. Yeah, yeah. It, it sucks. It's like, before, the content was good, the delivery's okay. So it's like, okay, it's just fine. Now it's like, she's getting better at talking, but what she's talking about sucks. Yeah, it, it started with that Bella's promo, because what did she the say? The do-nothing Bella's? No, she said something about a sword. Like, it was really weird verbiage. Oh, what? Give the Bella's a sword. No, I can't even remember where <laughs> it was. Give the Bella's a sword. <laughs> I don't remember what you're talking about. I don't about know. It. I don't remember a sword promo, but I fucking wish but I did. No, it was the promo when she was basically slut-shaming Nikki Bella. She said something oh, about a sword. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But has yeah. got a but, good sword. <laughs> but it was really weird verbiage, because I was like, what? No, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's when they're like the... I got, maybe it's like... 
she's taking over more of the writing. <laughs> she's like, I gotta get my own stuff in. Yeah, like, they're like, they're not gonna fire me. Because I couldn't see Paul Heyman being like, yeah, you're a skinny jean. <laughs> yeah. Like, make you're fun a of, skinny jean wearing. Make fun of avocado <laughs> toast eating. <laughs> Millennial. Tell her she doesn't eat steak enough. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if Becky does. Maybe she's quinoa a lot. She's a big fan. Oh, and now she's saying kombucha drinking too. Oh god, oh, <laughs> that's man. what she's I'll saying on the, on the internet. That's fine. That's fine. Give me that. Give me that fermented juice. <laughs> it's like whatever. You know, Rhonda fucking shops at Whole Foods, getting all up on that shit. <laughs> no, she probably has her own butcher and her own garden. Dude, I don't know. I'm she doesn't shop. Say. Her husband shops. That's <laughs> true. Travis Brown. Travis Barker. Travis Barker. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, so she cut a dumb, 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 dumb. So yeah, let's preface the whole thing is, she cut that promo, making fun of Becky Lynch. And so then we go to later on in the night. Uh, Alexa Bliss, who I was telling this to Jenna. Anytime the WWE puts a woman in power, they make them put their hair up and wear like a fucking blazer and square, Mm -hmm. square up. Unless you're Stephanie McMahon. Unless you're Stephanie McMahon, but that's essentially who they're going. Like, but trying to make her look like, because Stephanie used to dress like that yeah. when she first became GM. You have to look, you have to put the hair up, you gotta have the jacket. You gotta square up. And so, like, Lana did it when she was, like, more so, like, Rusev's, like, fucking business manager. Dana Some, did it. Dana, Dana Brooke. Dana yeah, Brooke. Yeah, that's true. Summer Rae, fucking, like, for a second, Paige did it, and she was like, Paige, hey. <laughs> But no, that's, like, their deal. So she, for some reason, had a match with, like, the fucking Sasha and Bailey. Yeah, and whoever won. Oh would be yeah, on the team. and they're like, they're nope, the never mind. Spot. You both suck. Here's the match everyone's wanted for so long. Yeah, and so anyways, then the all the rest of the Survivor Series women's team was out there. Mm-hmm. Cut to backstage, and Ronda is in an R bar from Becky Lynch, and the crowd goes fucking. And nuts. she's just mm-hmm. talking shit to her. The disarm her. Yeah, and then. It ends up. Yeah, Becky, Becky just instantly runs out. Her music. Oh, she plays. teleports. Yeah. Adam Pierce is screaming at her. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. He's like, get out of here, Becky! Becky, stop it! Um, I was NWA champion. <laughs> um, and then yeah, yeah. Fire. She like throws Ronda's arm down and just gets up and walks out after ripping it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just blood everywhere, and it was so fucked up. Not yet. And it, yeah, yeah, not yet. <laughs> All right. And then she comes out to face down the Survivor Series women's Raw team, looking like she's going to come down and herself. Looks like yeah. she's about to go whoop some ass on her and then, own. Then Lana comes. <laughs> and and Lana. Lana just decimates seven competitors. She was there, though. <laughs> then the SmackDown women's roster came and laid a beatdown on her. Yeah, it was like yep. an uh, mm-hmm. invasion angle. Cool angle so far. Yeah, everything was. It was great. fun. It was fun. It was rad that they had the women do it specifically this year. Like, yeah, it really shows like how much confidence they have in like in that storyline, that angle, and in Becky and Ronda. Like, and so the um, SmackDown women beating them down. They're fighting back. Uh, Becky hops in the ring. Becky and hops in the ring, and then Chris Hero punches her in the face. I know the he's, new knockout he's, artist. He's injured less people than her. <laughs> Yeah, Nia Jax is cold cocked fucking Becky right, right in the like face. A punch right in the face. She punches and her in the face punch. and then she hits her with her elbow. Yeah, I mean, like, shit. when they showed her the replays, like, that looked like a good fucking hit. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing that bummed me out is Nia's already getting a bunch of heat. She should not hit people. 
She should not injure people. But on SmackDown, they focused on it. They was, buried her. They, buried like, her they opened lot. the show and they kept showing it in slow motion. Yeah. They're like, Nia just clocked her right. in the face. They, I guess yeah, that was, they got a new angle on it. <laughs> I guess that's a way to show that like SmackDown's the better brand. But I don't know. It, it was, just bummed me out. But like, that it, is already getting It enough. broke Becky's orbital bone. There's blood fucking everywhere. Yeah, oh yeah, my she, God. She has a broken face. Metal yeah, term. Bro- quote unquote broken face. Because <laughs> broken nose wasn't sexy enough. Yeah. Wasn't that why? Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. Uh, So she has a broken face. And then... And a severe okay. concussion. I don't think it was that severe because she wasn't that loopy. No, no, I think they're just calling it severe. Yeah, it's probably just like a you know, concussion. It's a concussion. Yeah, but, but I still, think she'll probably be clear by the yeah, next week as far as concussion. Nia was. fucking knocked her, but then she just kept fighting. And she had there was so much blood on her face. It looked yeah. so badass. So she, yeah, she had that WrestleMania 13 Stone Cold Steve yep. Austin moment. That crimson mask, and like then, mixed with the like Owen Hart broken neck Stone Cold moment, because yeah. like. This could be, like, the best thing for her in some ways. It like, could. Oh, definitely. And so then Ronda comes out. For some reason, Peyton Royce just kind of looks at her like, uh-oh. <laughs> and then, like, she's, like, for some reason, it's like a, like a fucking shitty like, karate movie where, like, one-on-one the villains, like, run up to fight the person. Yeah. So she, like, de- like decimates a few of them. And then Becky comes in, just wraps a chair around her back and runs out. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. When she, the the shot of her standing in the crowd with like and the, just fucking smirking, the, the blood on her face, oh, smirking, yeah, it's yeah. like crooked ass nose, just like you're like fuck yeah, this, yeah, like this is a badass right here. Yeah, I think this is way better for her than her fighting around at Survivor Series mm-hmm. for yeah. sure because now people are saying it might happen at Mania, but now she's like she can use this against like the company. Because on SmackDown the next night, she came out, kind of... Buried promo. the medical staff. Yeah, like, they won't clear me. Um, I I need to... Well, if anything, that, like, praises the medical staff, unlike with CM Punk, who they <laughs> yeah. can't clear for it buried, It, like, buries them in a way. Like, it's saying, like... To the fans, it's, yeah. it shows how tough she is. Yeah. 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 But, like, I think this could end up being huge for her if it's booked right. Oh, it's one of those, like, things where... Uh... Like, when Asuka left NXT through injury, it was a nice kind of, like, way out for her. Because yeah. it was like, oh, through injury, she drops the title and then, like, can come up to the main roster. It ended up just being, like, it worked out perfectly for that situation for her. Yeah. That could definitely be the same with Becky Lynch. Having this, like, getting pulled from that Survivor Series match, which probably was going to be, like, good because yeah. it, the, the hype was great. But, but like, she was going to lose. There yeah. was actual talk that she, like, that either Charlotte was going to come and, uh... Fucking up for Ronda, that that's starting the four horse women versus the horse girls. Yeah, uh, the horse girls versus the horse girls. Yeah, uh, match or that Nia and Tamina would come and punch Ronda for real. <laughs> so by the way, yeah, w- there would be you know like any of the matches on Survivor Series really like no consequence or anything. So it sets it up for later because everyone still wants to see Becky it, it, versus Ronda. It, it's way better th- this way just because like. Becky versus Ronda is now the match people really want to see. The the match WWE wants you to see is Charlotte versus Ronda. Yeah. So instead, now they're giving like they're they're like, getting that out. Well, fine, way. we're gonna fucking do yeah. This so they kind of do a switcheroo, and maybe we'll get Becky yeah. Ronda and at WrestleMania. The fact that they turned her face, we're just like, fuck, like we can't yeah. say no. Yeah. Like they 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 got the Daniel Bryan level of fucking fine. Yeah. Yeah. They don't Here. want. They don't want to make Charlotte Roman Reigns. Yeah. yeah. And so they yeah, it's good just, that they're recognizing that, they, too. They, like, they literally just said, fucking fine. She's a good guy. She's a badass. 
fuck you, you got it, leave us alone. We'll Thank you, fuck it. you, bye. <laughs> um, but yeah, that promo was sick on SmackDown. She, um, Paige had her choose. Yeah. Paige had to choose her replacement. The crowd went fucking insane because they wanted Asuka. They wanted wanted Lana versus Rhonda. (laughs) And then uh, she chose Becky. Or uh, Charlotte. 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 Becky chose Becky. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I choose me. Um, She chose me. She just takes off a mask to reveal herself like Sting. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, She chose Charlotte and like gave... Charlotte, they like did a, like a nice handshake, and then she just fucking hugged her. It was and a nice moment. It was a feel good moment. It was definitely a face move. Um, yeah, I wanted Oscar yeah. as much as anyone yeah, else did. Of course, Charlotte looks pissed though, so I think she's going heel. I think the Oscar needs to go heel. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. I was wondering about that though with Oscar. It's like I think she would do really well with a heel turn, but I don't know how it would play with the WWE universe because she's I, she can't cut like real heely. Pr- I haven't seen her do it. You don't need to just. Have her fucking turn on Becky and beat the shit out of her and yeah. be vicious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she'd turn on Ember first. Or not Ember, fucking... Naomi? Naomi first. Yeah, probably. Well, she was... They were trying to make her heel in NXT, and I feel if they did the exact same thing, it would work. Um, just because... But it was just too hard to, because she was just like... Such so over with that small crowd. <laughs> Plus, like, they didn't she have was a... way too much of a fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. Plus, they ran out of time with it because she yeah. got hurt. Like, they were still working on it. But. And they also, like, they had, like, three people, like, that were really ready at that point as far yeah. as the women's roster. Because it's, like, what they were trying to rebuild. I think it probably would have been Kyrie eventually taking it off her. Because yeah. that was literally as she was coming in, Oscar got hurt. But, like, she was, like, there, like, I'm not going to answer any of your fucking questions. And she'd go out to the crowd and be like, yeah. Had the back. most amazing pre-taped promos where she was just sitting by a pool. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Dude, hell yeah. Pools are so cool. It's the, like, <laughs> pool at the place where literally everyone in NXT lives. So, <laughs> the EC3 the, pool? It's the same EC3 yeah. pool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Whose apartment complex that is? I think it's literally all of them. Lo- I think all of them live there. See, I loved when I, like, I love when people dress in, like, business clothes and they look like principals. Like, cause she Keith would just, she, yeah, no, but like Asuka would wear like, she'd wear like the skirt and like Basically, heels and tan. Oh yeah, yeah. and it would be like and very she, like formal looking. Yeah. Like, with a blazer. She'd look like she'd go to a parent teacher conference. <laughs> it was great. But also just kick your But to like off. kick all the parents and teachers asses. <laughs> yeah. Your kids suck. I'm going to so, beat you up. It's your yeah. fault. So as we get into this thing with Becky, what do y'all think about Naya? And what's your what's your take? Everybody has a take. Yeah, let's get, let's get our takes. It's a controversial. Naya shouldn't hurt people. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Hot take! Hot take! Hot take! Um, I don't think. I mean, it's clear. Matt's the only one who thinks she's pretty good. So here's okay. I'll say my my stance on it for sure. I think it would be hypocritical of it to be like, oh, Naya needs to get... Like, people have been very mean to her about this when people were very quick to go to bat for uh, Brie when she knocked out uh, Liv. Mm-hmm. It's just I think accidents happen. It does It does seem like accidents happen a little more often when it comes to Naya. Mm-hmm. And so I do think... When I, does it become like less of an accident and more of careless? Exactly. And I so I do... Th- I think she would benefit greatly from, from a little time away. Yep. Like, seriously, hone, hone her craft just a little bit more. But, like... Uh, I don't think it's something that people should be really demonizing her for, like, it seems like they have been. People have just been very mean to Nia about this whole thing. Yeah, I don't think she needs to get the hate, but WWE needs to, like, look at it and be like, she's hurting your people. 
She's like, consistently hurting yeah. people. And that's where it becomes like, okay, this is an issue that needs to get redirected because it can't keep happening. Yeah. Well, it's not good for Naya. It's no. not. No, no. She has so much potential and, like, she's... We've seen it, like, her almost be there, but she still is slopping the ring and hurts people. Like, so they need, like, for her own good and for, like, their good as a company, like, get her, like like work in the ring like where she can learn more again they called her up too early to begin with so like I think that's like the big thing is they yeah. did they did and it's that combined with the fact that like she is more like physically imposing than a lot of the people she's working with so she has a good chance of hurting someone who's a lot smaller than her mm-hmm. well yeah cause like to make a punch look good you can't just like eh. well that's why a lot of the time especially in those big like just Clusterfucks, as Joy Janelle will call like his battle royal. Yeah. Like, just big, just giant fights. They just so like, Lana did it, and she pulled it back really hard, uh, really easy on Dana because she saw blood all over Dana. Another mm-hmm. uh, thing that was actually really smart. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that response. I really like that response because people yeah. are just being shitty to her, like, oh, yeah. what's this? And she's like, it's protecting the person I'm in the ring with. Yeah. Like, and yeah, but like, you throw like the forearms, like the. Yeah. Forearm to the, the side of the neck. Yeah, like, the big meat right there. Yeah. And the, your shoulder neck. But it was just a straight... Like, it was just something that is careless. And I feel it's just... Everybody... Like, you shouldn't have that. Like, Bree shouldn't be kicking Liv right in the fucking face. Don't hate on him to say, like, Hey, this isn't good. They learned from it. They, like, whatever. But when it's a repeated offense, it's yeah. like, Hey, you know what? Maybe... We, you should take a step back, reevaluate what you're doing, maybe go and hone some your craft. Yeah. Maybe just definitely don't hate on them. At first, before everybody knew the match was off, the hate wasn't there. Yeah. But the moment that match was off, people were fucking out for justice yeah. and blood. Yeah, and I mean, I can say my whole thing was like, with Brie Bella, that was the first time she's ever injured someone. Uh, Nia's given three different people concussions in the past month. I think she either needs to go back down to NXT for a bit and kind of relearn how to work, or I think they could keep her in the company but just move her to a non-wrestler role. Like, even just be, like, a manager for someone. Well, I think what she needs to do is just take time off and, like, work in the performance center. Yeah. Like, you don't you don't need to learn on TV how to not hit people. Yeah, no. You can do that in your living room. It's like how they sent Eva Marie back down to NXT for like what, like six months or whatever? Mm-hmm. Or even like, go do like the, like go train with the Brian Kendrick thing. Like, yeah. Just yeah. work on stuff. And but like, I'm sure that, I don't know, it would be, I mean, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. People would talk a lot of shit on Nia if she ended up, if they did, even though if it's for the better, betterment of her like in-ring performance and career, if she got moved down, uh, to like NXT and stuff, people would be like, "Oh, look, you know." People would just be. Sh- I, I don't have a lot of faith in wrestling fans. I don't like, necessarily so. agree with that though, because when Eva Marie went back to NXT and was working with Brian Kendrick, people were like excited. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. like, may- like you know, like she's going back down. Like she's working with someone who's really good. Maybe she wants to get better. Better, yeah. Like yeah. people like respected it. Okay, almost. and yeah. then she okay. so, I mean, quit wrestling cool. and became. A shitty actress in a Nicholas with Cage a bad movie. political podcast. <laughs> oh yikes! But well, I don't. Yeah, I, I, she would benefit greatly from it. Yeah. yeah, that would be like I don't know. Like I see that first off, it'd be like oh sick. There's a lot of really good workers for her to work with, especially ones that are a little bit smaller. And that David versus Goliath thing would really work and help be helpful for her. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. like. I don't even think that they necessarily move her to like to NXT and have her like be on. 
TV necessarily, but just at least be at the performance center. Like, just working maybe once or twice a week. Yeah. yeah, at least like, and work like there are so many people there right now for her to learn from. Like, you brought up Chris here, like, like yeah, like he's like a perfect person for her to learn from. He's a big dude that's like a great worker. Like, and a lot of his stuff is strikes. Hey, you know this is how I get my strikes so snug. Mm-hmm. And, and here, and you can also teach, like, here's how I work with someone who's a lot smaller and keep them safe. Like, yeah. Yeah. Which she also needs. And I heard that it, reportedly they're very, very not happy with Naya. It's be- they had to change plans yeah. hard because of it. And this was a match that was potentially going to close the whole show. It was a big yeah. money match. Yeah. Regardless of where it was on the show, huge money match. It was going to be the, poten- like, potentially the first women's match to headline a, like, big four or five pay-per-view. Yeah. Ding. But we could totally see that Becky Ronda match now at Mania. And I could see that headlining Mania because I don't know. I mean, you know, Roman's it, not going to be there. It depends on what old Lesnar's doing. Well, yeah, that's very Not true. only that, they got kind of have to figure out, like, how are we going to keep Becky hot these next mm-hmm. four months? I yeah. think it really depends on how long she has to be out. Because, yeah. like, if she has to relinquish the title... Then you have to think about it one way. If she's going to be back in, like, unless she relinquishes the title, wins the rumble. Yeah, that's something, and then that's how she goes after Ronda. Yeah, I could just see like her, where your head's at. Yeah, I could just see her cutting promos every week and still her being real hot. She doesn't have to wrestle. I think they should have a her versus heel Asuka feud. I think that'd be so. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would love that. Um, but yeah, I just I was so annoyed at all the hate the Nia was getting from this because it was another fuck up in the the uh, short I mean long list of, of injuries that she's caused. But it's like we just got done talking about this like Brie Bella thing and like accidents happen and stuff. But people are so quick to be so mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just fans of anything mm-hmm. online. Yeah, I mean that's just true. That's just online. And I think there is like an un like it is unfairly skewed towards female performers getting more like more people being quicker to hate them I don't think it's necessarily female performers it depends on who it is oh yeah in general cause mm -hmm. like when Jinder knocked out fucking Finn people wanted to fucking cut (laughs) his fucking face off Mm -hmm. yeah but if that had been like Cash Zono up on the main roster doing that to him, people have been like, oh, fuck yeah, that's yeah. rad. Like, yeah, yeah. It, 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 hey, it, he strikes hard, what are you going to do? I don't think yeah. it's necessarily, like, male versus female, it depends on, it's all, like, their popularity, essentially. Their pop- yeah. And also, maybe a little bit of a racial component to that, too. Yeah, like, I don't necessarily think it's that. I think it's more so people see Nia as the Rock's cousin and that she's going to be protected no matter what. Like, the same way people resent Roman Reigns is it's just like, oh, it's who you're related to. Yeah, it's like popularity and, like, the... I see, like, a lot of the... People think they have, like, a privilege over the rest of the locker room. I yeah, feel whereas, like, like... That's where the hate comes from. Yeah, whereas, like, when people were pissed at Seth Rollins when he... Did the Cena? Well, I was that pissed. Not that pissed. But then the when sting he thing. the Sting one was really bad. Yeah. And then, but they weren't as quick to just fucking go after, after Seth for those mm. or or then when it happened with Finn, again some people started going, hey, maybe don't do the buckle bomb anymore. So that's two people you've put yeah. out with that. But people weren't like being be fucking fired. sending back to NXT. Except, like, except kill him. For, except for Bret Hart. Yeah. <laughs> he was the only one that's like always oh, unsafe in the ring, and that's the thing. <laughs> it's um, 
it just depends on you because people were wanting Jinder fired on the spot mm-hmm. uh, when he when he injured uh, Finn. Man, poor fucking Finn. I yeah. think the things I've noticed just like I was also the week after he came back. By the way, yeah. Being was... a wrestling fan, is it really just like it's like people who are like considered indie darlings aren't going to get as much hate as people who came up through like the PC or were in like a wrestling. It's yeah, fans. Sense. I yeah. think it's who fans think. Earned. Yeah, deserved yep. it. Yep. Mm. Earned a spot. Yeah, the Bellas were just models who wanted to be famous. Nia's just the Rock's cousin. You know, like people. Roman's just the Rock's, Rock's cousin. cousin. Yeah, totally. Gender's no, just, that makes sense. Gender's just getting I'm pushed because Indian has like yeah. three billion people. No, I mean that's, that's, that's going to be a lot to do. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah, that's no, why I agree. There is like this weird like prejudice, but uh, there's uh, so many different factors. And I do feel like on a little bit of a level that it can be because, like, it's a female thing. They're trying to be, like, people try to be overly protective and, like, try to wear, quote-unquote, kids' gloves with it. Like, oh, no, you can't be physical with the females. you got to watch out. Mm. And so, like, that aspect of it's like, no, like, they're fucking professional wrestlers. Like, that's what they yeah, do. Yeah, because Nia, Nia put out that tweet or whatever that was, like, you know, what I can't remember. It was, like, we're not Dan, no, we're whatever. No one's worried about my fist. Yeah, it's <laughs> a picture of a fucked up knuckle. Like, oh, she says, it said we don't deliver mail. Yeah, we don't deliver yeah, mail. That's what it was, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's like, I mean, it's true. It's true. But, yeah, it's, I don't know. It was fucked up, especially right now, but. Real bad timing. Yeah. Real bad timing, but potentially good, I mean, good outcome and, for bad you know, timing. No, I don't, like, I don't want to see Nia fired. I want, I would love to see her get way better in the ring and become, yeah. like, a fucking, like, That's Aja Kong type character. Like, I, or, like, look at, like, say, the career of the big show. Like, he had really similar, like... Mark um, Henry, too. The Mark Henry, like, issues at the beginning of their career where they're, like, these, like, really, like, big monster character performers who, like, had struggles for one reason or another. Big show just was lazy as fuck and had bad attitude. <laughs> yeah. like, he was given way too much She swirly. needs to learn how to do the bad uh, fucking Big Show knockout that he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> that he like, did on Dusty Rhodes, remember? Oh my god. <laughs> the safest knockout punch. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like, they like turned their careers around and are like both Hall of Famers and like had great careers eventually. Like, just hope that she gets the right people to work with and like... I hope she keeps and, a good attitude about everything. Because mm, there was yeah. like different reports like a while back that she had a really bad attitude. Yeah. And she felt she was she mm. should be given more opportunities. When she like was in the a singles match at WrestleMania. Yeah. A very highly like advertised singles match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And so I just hope that takes stuff like this and uses it for a positive at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. I would love a fucking like a, like a big like Aja Kong or awesome Kong type mm-hmm. character comes but in. But that's like, the thing. I don't think anyone wants any wrestler to be bad and hurt people. Exactly. Like if fucking Jinder Mahal was on Raw Monday and he looked like fucking Bret Hart or something. Dude, that'd be sick. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I'd be like, hell yeah, Jinder Mahal. You know? But it's just like... Instead he's too busy just fucking putting it in headlocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you just like, you gotta put in the work and I don't want to see... It. I don't want to see Nia get fired. I don't want anyone to lose their job, but I also don't want her to be injuring people left yeah. and right, you know? Yeah. yeah. That, her especially just because, like, she could... She already has been really important to, like, you know, representation of, like, larger women in this sport and, like, has made a positive impact in that way through, like, you oh, know, her anti-watching... Yeah, and, like, anti-bullying campaign stuff or whatever. It's like, like it's just, you just want it to not have this bad side to it too yeah, yeah. we want to all come together and like all be a very positive thing yeah 
So then, the other big news that happened. Uh, Tommaso the, Ciampa the won the NXT title. No, the oh. Colognes. Run back. They were in, was a long time ago. They were backstage in their jeans with belts, with their shirts off. That's, That's their I gear. Backstage. <laughs> yeah. The Usos gave people shirts. Uh, okay. Ex- except for one person. They only gave Sanity one and then had a second one draped over their shoulders. Yeah, they, got, they got a shirt. I was hoping so bad when they cut that promo that the jail gates were going to show up. Oh my god. Oh my god. Cologne. Lockdown. <laughs> this, that fucking match at Survivor Series is going to be so bad. Like It's on the pre-show. That's on the pre-show. Oh, oh man, did you see like a giant turd yeah. they treated it on Raw though? Oh my god. Because the tag team divisions on like... On SmackDown, the top level of it is fucking incredible, but yeah. then you have to have the colognes in it because that's... You've got nobody left. You have literally six is, tag teams. Like, I don't even think they're the lowest ones. I think Sanity's lower than them. Yeah, because like at least San- like at least the clones haven't been losing on TV because they haven't been on TV. Yeah, I think they came back like twice like well, for the tournament, like the tag mm-hmm. team tournament months ago. Yeah, and then one of them, this, the one that had just gotten back from injury, the other one got hurt. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, they've been gone for like two years because each one's been hurt. And then what's what's funny is that they're they're set for life because they did just buy all that uh, WWC stuff. So their dad's promotion or one of their dads, one of his uncles' promotions in uh, fucking Puerto Rico. Yeah, Carlos Colon. Yep. Yeah. And so they just bought that library. So they probably made a deal like, hey, you have to keep them employed. Well, fuck. Okay, they're on the goddamn pre-show. Oh man, are we gonna get Carlito back soon? Oh, he does spit in the face. I spit in the. F- I'm not gonna do the accent. Go on, go ahead. That's fine. No, I spit in the face of people who do not want to be cool. You can do the accent. No, I'm not oh. gonna do the accent. Please do. I want to hear it because you started it. And I'm like, that's not bad. Yeah, uh, dude. I don't know why I was. I liked Carlito so much, even though not the biggest fan. My mom, I guess, was not the biggest fan of his. Uh, because when he had this, his shirt, it was uh, that picture of an apple, and it said, do you spit or swallow? Get <laughs> <laughs> it? It's jizz reference. Okay. Oh, I got it. Oh, oh, you know, my whole like family got it. The, one of the biggest wasted potentials ever in yeah. WWE. Like, he could have been great. He was a really good worker. Like he would like <laughs> he's really good. He just had the fucking worst attitude. Apparently, he real lazy. He tried to quit multiple times. I told him and, no. Wait, didn't he no. throw shade at Hall of Fame though a few years ago? Yeah, yeah, he was like, oh yeah, you need to bring him down. Put on the colognes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Debray. Uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. For, so first off. Paul Heyman, okay, just Fuckin'. meandered his way out onto SmackDown. He was like, just there. I like how AJ just <laughs> spotted him. Like, what are you doing rooting around over there? Give, you, you can give him a mic. <laughs> what are you doing rooting around over by the timekeeper? You can go give him a mic. He can have a mic. He can talk. Let him talk. Let him talk. Well, uh, uh, hey, I'm just, I was just an advocate. Yeah. So he manipulates this whole match. Yeah. Which I, I, I like where this may be heading because this could be really cool. Because it could be leading to an AJ Styles Rumble win, and him versus oh Brock. God. Right. So That'd I don't want cool. uh, to. What do I do with my hands? I don't know, dude. That's the thing. So now that we're doing ten without the without <laughs> having to hold the microphones right now, I have so much room to wiggle my mm-hmm. fingers. Yeah, I'm just. I don't know, I don't know what, what to do, do with, with my hands. Pet the dog. <laughs> pet, that's what I do. Now you can pet two dogs. <laughs> two uh, dog nine is what I'm saying. But like when Paul was like, "You're the second best in the world," like next to. 
uh, Daniel Bryan, but we'll never see Daniel Bryan. American Dragon Bryan Daniels. Yeah, we'll never see Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. I was like, yeah, we I are. I wish you brought up instantly. Daniel Bryan's bear, bear fighting style. God, yeah. He's just like, I want to see him do the bear fighting style from Total Bellas. But the, the, Daniel Bryan was the only one. Stoke showing Sammy yeah. Zayn. I fight like a bear. Uh, AJ, I thought during that, so yeah, Paul Heyman was what like, the heck, man? you're the second best in the world compared to Daniel Bryan and AJ was like oh that freaking true man because for 371 days I've been exact. getting it was, exact it was good because he was like I've been working and getting better at tapping people out and 371 days Brock Lesnar's gotten more susceptible to being tapped out I, I was that like, was really good too yeah, because that's was great that's how like AJ had any chance in the match last year that was like the story they're telling he kept doing the calf crusher and Brock was like Oh, yeah, he chopped him down like a tree. I yeah. loved it. <laughs> He's just working on the trunk. Brock doesn't chop down trees. He shoots them down. Yeah. Yeah. He bites them. What this weird short? That's why he doesn't. Have I to break him with my hands, Paul. Um, Say something stupid. <laughs> I break down trees branch by branch, Paul. With my teeth. <laughs> But yeah, we got Zach's favorite part of Brock Lesnar's team. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. <laughs> we ended up getting an AJ Styles Daniel Bryan. Yeah, because Daniel Bryan Bryan came out and was like, "Don't say my name in vain." It's like if I say the name Daniel, and he just punched him right in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he was like, "Don't talk about I me." Out of, like with I can't no say reason. that. I respect Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan punched, popped, just popped him right in the mouth. Yep. He deserved it. And then they were like, okay, let's have another WWE title match against Daniel Bryan. And, uh, right now! <laughs> well, main, main events yeah. game. But uh, I know, and so at that point I was like, okay, with Paul Heyman and Daniel Bryan, I was like, are they going to do that? Are they going to switch them? Are they going to switch do the old switcheroony between these two face boys? And they almost did that, except that match didn't end with two face boys. Uh-uh. It ended with one heel boy. And a, and a face boy. Angry. Brian. Yeah, Daniel, Daniel Bryan turned. He's about to become Zack Sabre. Yeah. Oof. He's about to be the fucking same guy. Oh my god, Daniel Bryan, if you just literally stretched out his amount of mass, would be <laughs> like Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, you, oh, just like he'll shit at Zack Sabre. Oh god. Are you showing Brock's teeth? teeth? Oh god, I hate I it. See? He just, they aren't there. <laughs> also, if you made Daniel Bryan, like... Two and a half times larger than he is, he would look exactly like Lars. Man, Sullivan. those cavities, yeah. though. Yeah, it's a barrel-chested little boy. I don't know what they are. Little man. Those are cavities. Do you supposed to look like that in the front? They look My like bamboo shoots, like, like just popped out, like cut real tiny and popped down inside his mouth. Yeah, yeah. that picture was fucked up. It had a negative effect on me right now. Yeah, but um, isn't it be essentially his heel run in Ring of Honor? He was this vicious fucking... Yeah. Are we going to get, like, three-hour matches? Hopefully. Well, so, yeah, because little Nate... I just want the chant of, like, you're going to get your fucking head kicked in. And then clap. I hope he head. does the I have until the count of five thing. I know. That's he, my I favorite. have till five, referee! Dude, so little Nate got uh, knocked, knocked about, uh, the ref, and then Daniel Bryan fucking hit AJ right in the old scrout again. Yeah, poor yeah, AJ's no, guys. This has been a bad We know he has super spurs. Here's the thing. <laughs> But come on. Do you know how AJ won his fucking first WWE world title? It was with well, a low blow on Dean Ambrose. Ooh. Yeah, what was oh, the big shot? Karma? It is karma two years later. So. Oh, man, but you think it'd be served by now. And also, the fact the that, like, 
he lost he got the title right before Survivor Series 2 mm. like this is just all fucking wild yeah I know yeah totally um, uh, going back to the low bro Joey Ryan tweeted out something that just said like immune to low blows yeah he like showed like he also like posted a video of someone like trying to low blow him and getting hurt and stuff <laughs> Then it said, like, I can't sympathize with losing because of a low blow. Yeah, Katie sent me an article that was, like, uh, talking about, like, where they go from here with the story is, like, now AJ has to make, like, uh, like Star Wars, like, Hero's Journey Trek to uh, Los Angeles and, like, <laughs> Joey Ryan's basically Yoda. And he has to <laughs> teach him the ways of, like, the dick force. Man, that's the dick force. sick. I would love that. But, um, yeah, Daniel, like, I love that, like, Creepy ass smile. Oh, yeah. oh, he turned on. God. He turned on AJ, beat him, uh, and then just fucking pummeled his ass. He gave him those like kicks to the right. To like the held head. his arms up while he was laying down. Just kicked That's him in the face a bunch. Of... There. So there's this match. I'm pretty sure I made you watch it. I don't know about if I've made anybody. Else. I think you were there too. What okay. match is it? PWG. It was yeah. Brady was there too. Okay. It was Brian Danielson and Roderick Strong. Oh yeah. yeah. Versus the Young Bucks. He kicked the shit out of the Young Bucks for 20 minutes. Yeah. Pretty sure we're about to get this Daniel Bryan. And then just... they got a two-minute comeback. Yeah, they yeah. got like a two-move comeback. <laughs> I think we're about to get this Daniel Bryan who's just kicking the shit out of him. Well, and apparently he's been wanting to be a heel for a while. It's perfect. Yeah. It makes all the sense in the world. They brought it up, I think, on Going and Raw. Was yeah, it that probably. like That's probably where I heard it. Well, because like he fucking... We've seen the huge... like. Title win that he's he not had. gonna get to WrestleMania 30 like that again. No, right. So this is the way to do it. Like fucking give it to him. Like kind of like out of nowhere on a heel turn. It's a it's a smart and impactful way to. Also, like I'm excited for this Brock Bryan match. Oh fuck, dude! This me is the match he's been wanting, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that like if Paul respects somebody, which he does, Bryan, he's like yeah. Brock's gonna go in there being like, yeah. Like I, Brock. Like who knows if he like cares about Daniel Bryan or respects him at all but if Paul Heyman does which Paul Heyman does he'll tell him like fucking protect this guy and he'll be like okay yeah yeah I mean I can imagine Brock has res- respect for Bryan I would think I don't fuck maybe he doesn't but Bro- Brock's weird but Brock like he understands money he mm. understands if Paul tells him hey this is this is one of the guys that's gonna make you look good it's gonna make him look good, so he yeah. can do it. And like, if it, if he does have any respect, like, I mean, it'd be because like the like how good he is a, a technical wrestler, like they do have that like like in common kind of like yeah. yeah. I could see him like respecting that aspect. And he's probably just stoked he doesn't have to get rocked by Braun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I what I'm a little concerned about though is I wouldn't I wouldn't put. Brock in that category of unsafe, but like when I he, think at times careless. When he dropped that, definitely s- careless at times. Like was it Sunil or I can't remember. I think it was Sunil Singh. Singh. That guy he dumped him on his neck yeah. on Monday. I don't know how his neck didn't break. I don't know how either. Multiple times. Yeah, and so that's my only thing with Brock. It's like you better fucking be careful. Well, I, I know everybody worries about Brian, but he's been clear. He's as clear as anybody else. I get it, but he went clear. But with that carelessness, it's like. Dude, fuck. <laughs> like, we... Because a lot of I don't other, think he'll be careless against Brian. I don't think so, but most wrestlers can get a concussion and then not lose their job. But I think if Daniel gets another one, it's gonna be like, okay... Hmm. Well, who's, who's, if he's cleared as anybody else. Yeah, yeah. but when he, if he does His get a concussion... it was. I think... He went to the hyperbolic time chamber. I cannot imagine there wasn't anything in that contract that was like, okay, but next concussion, like, we're gonna have to sit down and talk about it. They, they were at first, but now he's just cleared. 
He's just good. Yeah. I'm saying Brock's gonna fucking watch it. No, I agree. So the Tom Cruise, I told we, you. Like I, I, oh, every yeah. time I take a shot, I'm like, Thetans? I'm the same way. I'm like, oh no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. I think, like, again, like, I think this also was on Going and Raw, so they just get a lot of credit tonight. But, like, they were talking about how, like, a good start for the match would be the fact that, like, Daniel Bryan's so quick and stuff that, like, how long in the match can he evade, like, Suplex City, basically, mm. like, and Brock having to switch things up to actually beat him. Like, that could actually be an interesting way to like not only get a different match out of Brock, but also like protect Brian from that a bit. Like he keeps trying to do it, but like Brian just keeps getting away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about NXT real quick. Woo! Um, Matt Riddle had a little talk, and he's yeah. like, "Made my debut. <laughs> I made my. Debut. I made my debut." Yeah, I, I, how can you not fucking love Matt Riddle? I know stupid I, ass hats, stupid ass suits, throwing his flip flops across the <laughs> ring. I was, yeah, with Lacey Evans probably thinks he's on welfare or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he does. Oh, drugs. she probably hates him because he does drugs. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. He's got yeah. a pot addiction. It's like Lacey, he's a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm stoked. I just can't wait for him to fight. Oh, I know. Especially Cassius. Oh, I can't yeah. wait for that fucking match. Um, so the only match we should really talk about is uh, Kyle against Hanson. It's a good match. That was. I want to see Kyle fight every big guy in the world. Oh yeah, I, just Kyle selling like. Yeah, so that was one of my notes. I said, "Is he the best salesman since Shawn Michaels?" <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, He's like, he like. He is a very specific kind of selling. It's like, like over the top. It's a level of over the top that is like it can only be pulled off by certain people. Yeah, yeah. he's like he's really funny but really serious at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And also when he did his guitar thing, because well, there was no one else with a fucking kick, dude. If it's just Kyle O'Reilly, it's so much more like wow. I got <laughs> so concerned when he came out because I told you I said. The belts around his waist. I'm like, he's not gonna do that. And then, like, the part came. He unlatches it so quickly. Like, he has that move down. Oh, he practices, dude. I would practice. Yeah, uh, he he's he's really, really, really good. His selling's good. I don't think he's the best. But I think the like, guys like Gargano are like just that next level, like that Shawn Michaels. Level. Uh, he's like cartoony. Yeah, yeah. And he, I I like it, especially against a big guy. His selling like is cartoony, like. To such an in like an extreme way, but also still feels believable in a serious match. Like yeah. that is like he's a ma- like better at that specific weird specific thing than almost anyone I've ever seen. Like where it's like funny but still in a serious match and it's, doesn't feel weird. Like like where Sean like is the same way because Sean could do that fucking goofy ass like mm-hmm. little like or Rick Fla- like it's Rick Flair esque actually is what yeah. it is because Rick Flair would do like comedy spots in the oh man do a flare a good old flare the flop. flare flop like, yeah. oh man but what Kyle does is the Kyle flop is him literally like falling <laughs> Going, out of the ring yeah. on his head yeah like, like he gets punched and then just falls out of the ring yeah I would say like, like another like person like I'm just gonna like, go with people who sell it like, AJ Styles is one of the best mm-hmm. and, like sell it cause he fucking flings his body it's like a more controlled Dolph Ziggler cause Dolph just looks ridiculous yeah it's like or AJ kinda looks like okay maybe somebody did that much damage where Dolph just looks like like okay you're just showing off this or way. it's like when The Rock would sell the stunner yeah yeah <laughs> Um, I loved when Adam Cole came out and told Hanson to get off the top get, rope. Like yeah. he was like concerned about Get down from there. Get hey, no, no, get down. Get get down. It's like me talking to my cat. I'm yeah. really excited for that whole match, the oh. War Games match. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 
Um, All eight people in it are going to do so, something stupid. <laughs> I just um, like that picture. Is that Mayor Glenn? She looks happy. So, that is a really big grilled cheese. That looks really good. I'd be, I Damn, would eat that. That's my grilled cheese those. has some lifts on it, like him. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do in Knox County. When, when he, like, uh... Hanson was on the ground and he had to flip him over to get the pin and he like shuffled his feet. Yeah. Oh, I know. So hard. Well, that's how you would have to do it. <laughs> it was just good. It was real good. That match is going to be sick. Because that was for the uh, advantage at, at the, the board advantage, games. Yes. Well, I, I, re I really liked because you know also, that. Also, you need the heels to have the advantage. You know, yeah. you know that Undisputed Era is going to win that match, but you're wondering how Kyle's mm -hmm. going to pull this off. And the way they did it was still like really good. Like kept everyone looking strong. But yeah. And it wasn't like too much of like a undisputed era cheating clusterfuck. It's yeah, like, just Kyle looked one, even though there's some shit. Because he still pinned him with his finisher. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, chair shot pin. Like, it still took his finisher to win. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go over the TakeOver War Games card. Yeah. War Games? But before we go into that, because there was one other little piece of business that I was super a big fan of this week yeah. on 205 Live. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, sorry. Was, Fuck it, dude, right. Leo Rush versus Cedric Alexander was so good. So Leo good. Leo Rush is getting, like, regular fans who are, like, just around SmackDown, maybe not as much as the, like, 205 NXT. He, he's getting people hating him. Yeah, <laughs> but dude... So much, and so it's drawing people into 205 more. Yeah, and they were playing the card of, like, Cedric's Crisis of Confidence, like, in the match. It was just, like, awesome how they were playing off of each and other. Leo, like... Being able, like, kind of showing he's scouting him. Yeah. And, like, reversing big moves, reversing that Spanish fly. Like, yeah. reversing that fucking lumbar check the first time. Like, just doing all these different things. Hitting that fucking weird-ass, like, bottom rope springboard stunner. It's like. so weird. Yeah. It's oh, so weird. Yeah. That was one of those things where it's like, oh, never seen anyone do that. That's sick. Yeah. Um, just everything. That was a great match. Then took, what, like, the second best... Lumbar, Lumbar check, dude. He's so, mm -hmm. Yeah, he like fucking like popped up. gravity. He popped up like five feet in the air after like he came out of Cedric's legs. He popped up and then like deadpan just like he dead like, fished. Yeah. yeah, he like dead fished but still popped up super far in the air. Yeah. yeah. It that, made no sense. That's the only one person that took that better. Me. Candice LeRae. Yeah. Oh, yeah? When she broke her nose, yeah, she sold the lumbar check from, she went fucking flying. There's a video of it on YouTube, but yeah, she had a broken nose and she was out for like two months. Oh, wow. The way she sold it. But that's one of those like, uh, yeah, that Leo Rush Cedric match is very much like one of those like cool like storytelling and wrestling sort of okay. matches where it's Hell like, yeah. oh, I see what they're cool doing. Cool storytelling and that used really cool moves and like kind of like pushing them to the limit and then like going all out. Like when you, that, um, Michinoku driver that Cedric always does. Yeah. Like rolling that into a fucking pinning combination from that. Just a lot of good stuff. And they messed up like one move and then saved it really, really well. Yeah. With a power bomb. It was just a good time. But dude, I can't even imagine. It. Yeah, it was great. But like, yeah. oh man, it'd be so cool to go see something like that live. Like, you imagine watching a match like that and then all of a sudden AJ comes out cutting promos to Paul Heyman. It's like, I'm at a very fucking cool show right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, all right. We got. Tommaso Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream. Singles match for the title. This changed order since I left my house. That's funny. This um, match will be fine. It'll be, yeah. This is the match I'm least excited for. I agree, just because the build is so... There's no investment in it. Yeah. 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 It's... Tommaso's gonna retain. But a lot of those matches that have, you know, that are like, I'm like, skeptic about, 
end up being some of my favorite matches on the cards. So It'll be a good match because people care about Velveteen and people care about Tommaso. Yep. Mm. Not necessarily together in this match, but they yeah. care about them as people separately. Yeah. So it'll end up being good. And it'll, Tommaso, like, I feel like he can pull a good match yeah. out of people. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, it'll and be really interesting. getting better each He's getting better show. and better, and it'll be interesting to see, like, what kind of story they try to tell and, like, yeah. if they, how much of a match versus a story this mm. is. Like, like the Aleister Black match was more of a story than a match. Like, and it's amazing. It was a good match, but it was an amazing story. Yeah. Like, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Or if Gargano interferes and there's a shitty finish. Like, I almost think they're going to do something like that to further the storyline because there's yeah. such a lack of build to this match. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm curious this to see what will, it'll this be. This match is just a means to an end. Yeah. It's just they have to keep going and they have to finish up the Gargano Black shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. We've got... We're just wasting some time. Wasted time! God. Um, dude, I bet uh, Ro loves that band. He looks like he's in it. He looks like he's in it, but I think he just likes a lot of hardcore metal. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Undisputed Era versus Pete Dunne, Ricochet, and the War Raiders. War Games match. Two teams... This is gonna be fucking wild. I hope match. Ricochet does a fucking triple moonsault off. Moonsault off. The oh my kid. god! Oh fuck, dude. Yeah, they're gonna do some amazing shit. Yeah. All eight people are gonna do something stupid. Yeah, I think probably the one taking a big ass bump off the top is gonna be fucking Hanson. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah. I Who's gonna big, lose all their blood? It's a big boy. Probably Hanson. Probably <laughs> Pete. <laughs> Peter. Yeah, little Peter. Little bloody Pete. Little Peter. <laughs> we got Alice Black versus Johnny Gargano. It's going to be a great match. Uh, yeah. This one's, yeah. I think, it'd be the match of the card. <laughs> yeah. And that's even with the War Games match. Yeah. Because this one has a lot more of a personal issue mm. that's built in with the storyline. And I want to see Vicious as fuck Johnny. And I think we're going to have Alistair, his, too. Like, I love his fucking character right now. Yeah. It's yeah. like, guys, I've done nothing wrong. I love I, that. I'm the, the good guy. That's the best bad oh, guy. Speaking of which, uh, do you see, like... After Daniel Bryan won the title, he like posted another a picture, one for the good guy. A picture of them on the Indies together and said another one for the good guys. <laughs> that, I love that picture because it's from the uh, Wrestling Road Diaries one, and that's when Daniel Bryan was trying uh, said he could sneeze without closing his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific picture, and it's him like mid sneeze with his eyes kind of open. Yeah, so there's, there's that. I love no the best bad guy is the. Is somebody thinks that they're on the side of good. Yeah. And, you know, he has points. Yeah. Oh, no, that's exactly. like what makes him, a, like, it makes it perfect. Like, he has points. Well, it's like, like yeah. when Kevin Owens first showed up in NXT, and, like, he like, had points why he w- was fucking pissed at Sami yeah. Zayn. Like, when you have that justified bad guy, there's, like, there's not just a twiddling mustache, I'm bad because you're a jerk. Yeah. I hate you. Like, he's like, no, I'm, I'm right. Like... That was... That was the thing, though, too. Kevin Owens was just like, I'm fighting for my family. It's like, how do you hate him? Yeah. It's like, I'm fighting for my family. <laughs> yeah. You left okay. me. I'm a, so Katie yeah. and I were talking about how, like, I think it's pretty confident that Gargano's going to give some sort of Stan Lee shout-out. And I think there's a big Probably. old thing. He's he going to come out in a Stan Lee match. I hope he just comes out dressed like Venom or something badass. He Didn't he, he do that last time? He's going to come dressed as a, a villain. 
Yeah. Yeah, just some sort of bad guy super. It, it'll be a Spider-Man villain. He comes yeah, out in a super dragon yeah. He just comes out bald, <laughs> dressed like Kingpin. He just yeah. comes out dressed as Willem Dafoe. Hell yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. Fuck yeah. I'd or J. Jonah that. Jameson. <laughs> He's just demanding pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> Alistair! Okay, that's the fucking pictures of Spider-Man. That's like Johnny has a mustache. Is like... Johnny smoking a cigar inside? <laughs> I mean, pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> Or just bone saw? Oh, oh yeah. Sick. Oh yeah. Bone saw is ready. <laughs> uh, then we got Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane in a two out of three falls match. It's I love two out of three falls matches because they're like one of NXT's like big matches. Mm-hmm. It'll be cool. It'll be a good yeah. match. They have great chemistry together. Yep. We'll probably see more of the horse girls. Yeah. 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 What if Kyrie has just a fleet of actual pirates with her? Dude, that'd be, that'd be so cool. Or an actual sword? They, yeah, they stab the horse girls with swords. <laughs> maybe, shoot yeah, them with guns. maybe like Yo Shirai will show up and like fucking even the odds with the horse girls. Mm. That'd be dope. That would be dope. I'm hyped. Or, or just Mako comes out and by herself. Oh man, just fucking murders them. You guys didn't see him going through the entire crowd. Everybody, though. You guys see that Poor picture of Mako on that carousel by herself? <laughs> so yeah, it's so badass. It's like uh, Mika just also beat up Kyrie. I guess she's the champ now. Um, she's she's beating people in the audience. Oh she's, no, she's somebody just, needs to stop her. She's making well, her I'm way not to the back. Do it. <laughs> so. This oh, is, oh, oh, god. And then he, Triple H, just gets destroyed by Mako. Yeah, she she re rips his pack. Yeah, no, fuck. <laughs> rips his arm off. Just so that, like, slow up from behind his shoulders. Just fucking pedigrees him. I would. You know what? It's fine. Because this is all going to be for NXT. <laughs> you, guys like, you guys like this card? Are you... It's going to be hard to top this on the next night. They got their work cut out for them up there because the real show. Saturday. Like you guys are part of this. We are part of this. Are you ready? There's only four matches. I love it. I fucking love it. Because they're gonna go like you gotta give at least like twenty something minutes to the two out of three falls match. Oh, there's literally only four matches on the card. Yep, yeah. You gotta give a lot of time to Alistair versus fucking uh, Gargano, because it's a very personal match. The War Games match is going to be the longest. Like 45 match. minutes itself. Yeah. Two out of three falls match. Too. Oh, that's why yeah. I said they have to yeah. do the locker. So we're not we're not getting. Oh no, but Riddle. On. That's going to be on NXT TV. Yeah, that they're going to. Pro- it's going to be taping. They're probably going to be taping for. They, it's going to be the pre-show match. Oh god, so yeah. that's fucking great because usually that episode of NXT is hot garbage. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Full of recaps, so at least we have one really, really good match. I on think it. we're getting Candice versus Nikki Cross too. Hell yeah! Oh yeah. They've been building up to that. Cool. Yeah, that'd be a good thing to tie up. I was hoping that they would tie that up before, uh, like, sending Nikki all the way. What's to really the weird is that either tonight Boom. or tomorrow night there's an NXT taping in California it's right now it's right now but like before it, it's for episodes that are going to be after war games but they're taping before so yeah like, know that there it's just going to be all the like B to C level angles because it can't ruin anything right yeah also what was interesting is I think they said there's an open spot in the Women's Survivor Series match oh, on the SmackDown there, side. There is. They didn't announce it. So they think someone's getting called up, maybe? Or if at that point, it should be, uh, I mean... Me. Nikki. Yeah. Nikki would make sense. She's made it. She's appeared on SmackDown. So but. here we go. We got some fucking big spoilers. You guys ready? This is from the tapings tonight. It's happening right now. Okay. Tommaso Shambo won the NXT title. No. <laughs> Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan beat the Mighty. 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I like them. All I'm, right. I'm also a big fan. Survivor Series card. <laughs> Buddy Murphy versus Gustavus. Okay. Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali. Is that, that kind of the be- main card? That's, um, it doesn't say pre-show on Wikipedia, so... That's, I hope it's the first match. That'd be cool. That's gonna yeah. be such a good fucking match. Yeah, I hope they give that time. Um, I want to see Mustafa win. And I want them to build to a Cedric heel turn against Mustafa. But I, I feel like Buddy hasn't... I don't know. He, he hasn't seems, had the chance to, like, really shine, but... He like, seems more than, like, a transitional holder. But they're just, like... They need to go with Mustafa at some point, because... The dude is so good. He's cutting some of the best promos in WWE yeah. right now. It's just like very fucking under the radar. Like his one at the very end of 205 Live when he's just sitting there. Oh, yeah. Everything he fucking produces and makes himself. He is... Like he understands his character and what he's doing and his character's motivation and his character arc and like just so much of this. And he's really good in the ring. Not pretty good. He's really good. Very well, good. They could do a like a they could play hot potato with the title, I guess. Yeah, hot potato. Yeah. Hot potato. Hot potato. Hot potato. Say potato. Yeah. I prefer potato. Um. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Team Ross, the five on five Survivor Series tag team elimination. Fuck, match. dude! I can't even wrap my head around this shitty match. <laughs> it's not gonna be that bad. Every, <laughs> it'll be fine. It's just like. It does There's a thousand people around the ring. A thousand people around the ring, and just like the, it shows how weak the tag team divisions yeah. are right now. Like we got Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, the revival. They're the, They're cap- the captains, the ta- team by captains. the way. The B team, Lucha House Party, the Ascension. They have to call up Lucha House Party just to, to have fill out the slots on there. Yeah, I, I realized that. Like oh, that's why they brought him up for that week. Just so they could bring him up for that. Oh my god. They're on Raw. Well, that and people love flippy shit. It's like, people are going to get stoked on the loot yeah. tours. Yeah. Then we got... If team... we can see it through all the people. <laughs> team <laughs> Smackdown. The Usos. The New Day. Sanity. Uh, Luke Owls and Carl Anderson. Good the brothers. Colons. The Colons. The Colons. Dude, Smackdown's got to win that. The Smackdown's team is like... They're stacked. All of them are former tag champs. Yeah. Except for Sanity. Yeah. And they were tagged they're NXT. NXT. Yeah, they're yeah. NXT. Everybody that was that's on there, aside from them, has been tag champs on the main roster. Yeah, I'm excited to see what the revival does. I love watching them. They'll probably get buried. They'll probably <laughs> lose within the first minute. Yeah, yeah. Them or the Ascension, you don't know. They'll lose to each other. Dawson will just take a pin. Yeah. Right so away. is it going to be the Usos over Rude and Gable? It'll probably be like that whole team over. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, no, nobody gets eliminated, so then they can set up, like, everybody else getting eliminated in every other match. Yeah. Then we got a tag team match. Authors of Pain versus The Bar. I think they need to let the Authors of Pain win, because yeah, they, they need have to. Like, oh, they man. need it. Raw needs a win. Oh, and also, God, I do to. love the the third man on each team. The fucking discrepancy. Oh, yeah. Big <laughs> show. So good. Big I show versus they, small boy. I hope yeah. they stand Right next to each other. They have a face off. Yeah. <laughs> He'd probably look at him right in the fucking belly button. Yeah. I want to see face off with uh, Big Show and Drake Maverick. Oh, wow. Just like a freaky Friday. You just have Big oh. Show's face on Drake Maverick's body. Yeah. Oh, with Drake Maverick's dude. hair. But just Big Show acting like creepy ass Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
Hello, dog. Yeah, yeah. Like, authors oh, of pain sorry. definitely need like if um, they don't. They need the it, credibility. All, the bar does literally can lose every match forever. Yeah. So credibility. I mean, Seth yeah. already basically geeked out the fucking authors of pain. They need something. Yeah. They still won though, so they, they still won, won, but. Like, that was way too competitive of a match. It like, was for a mo- not just a tag team, a monster tag team. I will say that they used to have Roman beat the tag team, so it's True. better that they it's better than that. They're, yeah. they're they're making progress. Yeah, but. guys, have you guys realized that like it's taken up until about now that the tag team division on Raw, like the top of it. Is finally fucking fixed from the Nicholas Braun Strowman bullshit. <laughs> yeah, because Nicholas <laughs> had to go back to school. Yeah. Like they couldn't, ne- they never were able to fill the void of Nicholas. Yeah. Oh man, so like that very first segment on Raw was supposed to be like the team captain showdown sort of a thing, and then Braun came out and disrupted everything. And for a second, I was like, Is Nicholas no coming? Way. Not this again. <laughs> I was like, No fucking way are they doing this? I want another kid. I want to, oh my god, bring me a new boy. <laughs> I don't like this. He's like, my new boy. He puts a Drake Maverick. You're my new, you're my new child. I would fucking be into that. You child, what I hope great He just fucking says, hey Nicholas. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm, Nicholas. I'm not getting out of this ring until Nicholas comes back. So he just said, Drake, go out there. He sets up a bed. He's wearing a weird, like, Nicholas wig. <laughs> It's for some reason curly because they always fuck up the wigs. Mm. I'll tutor you on the road. <laughs> you can learn about guns and meats with me and Bray Wyatt. <laughs> and you know, I'll show you the art of charcuterie. I'll teach you about the underworld, man. Teach you things you never thought you'd see, man. What happened to Bray Wyatt? Oh no, do you get repackaged? Dude, you gotta keep uh, a little kid away from that. <laughs> Show you the underworld, man. <laughs> I'll show you things I never thought you'd see, man. It's crazy out there. That's what you think. But you know what? It all makes sense at the end. Follow the buzzards. <laughs> uh, then we got the five-on-five five elimination match. Women's one. Team Raw. Mickey James, Nia Jax, <laughs> oh Tamina, Natalia, and Ruby Riot. All heels besides Natalia. Yeah, huh? Weird. Like... The discrepancy between these teams is unreal. Then we got uh, Team SmackDown. I mean, the best wrestler on this team, Carmella, Naomi, Sonya Deville, Asuka. Oh, and my favorite wrestler, TBD. I feel like you're being sarcastic about the moonwalking, trash-talking princess of Staten Island. A little bit. Okay. (laughs) Don't have to be like that. I hope our truth comes out with him. Oh, let me see. Oh my god. If He's the mystery guys, member. No, that's gonna yes. happen. Guys, our truth is gonna come out and try to join the team. Oh man, but he just writes a rap for like everybody? Like, he's gonna. Oh, no. He's definitely gonna try. He's gonna come out, try to join the team, and say that he's trying to beat Carmella for the title. <laughs> anyway, that is 100% happening on, on Survivor. This match is for the title, right? They'll, they'll probably just have him second Carmella out there just to okay. Get him out there. Yeah. yeah. And then he'll jump up and be like... They'll do a dance break. Yeah. There Before will be a dance break. And then, and then she'll get eliminated from that. Yeah. For, for dancing. Because yeah. then, cause Tamina's just real... Tamina will what eliminate the her. Fuck? Yeah. Why are they sacrificing Ember Moon for Tamina? And, like, on the Raw. On Raw. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm mad. I'm no, it's stupid. It. It's, so du- stupid. it's bad. Yeah, because yeah, you know they have, like, no intentions of doing anything with Tamina. To me. It's no. like Naya's the star of that team. Yeah, like if they're gonna try to build to me and I leave, just do one minute jobber matches. Do you remember like, when she used to have that weird outfit with the flowers on it? 
I do not. Oh, I do. It was weird. I think the first time I saw Tamina was when she was AJ Lee's muscle. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is before that. When they, she came out with the Usos, and like they were wearing like sweater vests and stuff. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on. Uh, we got the five-on-five five men's match. We got Team Rom, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley, with Baron Corbin and Leo Rush. I hope they both have mics. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. You just hear Lashley. 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 Hey. Lashley. Lashley. Bobby. Bobby. And then uh, Team SmackDown, The Miz, Shane McMahon, Rey Mysterio, Smojo, and Jeff Hardy. Jafar. These are weird teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I feel like that that one's got to go to Raw. Oh, why do yeah. you want? Sh- why Shane keep wrestling? Because he wants to he's die the in best the ring wrestler in the world. He's yeah. wrestling for his father's love. Right. If he wins, he's already best in the world. If he wins Survivor Series, maybe his, his dad father's will play never him. gonna love him. It's too late. Shane, <laughs> you can keep wrestling as much as you want, but I'm not gonna hug you. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> There's no jump high enough that'll make me love you, Shane. <laughs> hey, Shane. Watch this. Hey, love you, pops. Love you too, pal. <laughs> give me a big old hug. Hell, give me a kiss. <laughs> I want a kiss. <laughs> um, yeah, Raw has to win it. Yeah, the only way Raw... SmackDown's winning. Because Drew and Braun. No, Raw's won the last two years in a row. SmackDown. No, SmackDown won two years ago. I thought the Raw won. I think that was the year with like Bray Wyatt and Randy and the year that Shane got concussed. Oh, God. And he got it was concussed Bray, It was Bray and Randy were the survivors at the end. Were they? Um, mm. I, I feel like SmackDown's going to win because Shane's like desperate for SmackDown to be the better brand. Yeah, so I think he's going to cheat to win. Yeah. Somehow. yeah. It's going to perpetuate his heel turn. Yeah. Drew and, and Braun will like start fighting. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, Drew and Dolph gonna, will finally split up. Which There's going to be fighting in the, yeah. the Raw team. <laughs> That's how Dolph and Drew sound. <laughs> <laughs> um... And also, like, they want to make SmackDown look at least a little bit big coming into 2019. But I feel like SmackDown's going to sweep the other two Survivor Series matches, I think. I don't think they will. Really? No. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to be weird. It's going to be a weird It's going to be a weird day. show. I don't know. Oh, uh, we got Brock Lesnar against Daniel Bryan. See, I think Brock's winning this one. Yeah. Probably. Brock's probably winning right. this one, and but then Ronda's winning the other one. Do you think... Do you think... No, Daniel could win. AJ could be, AJ could cost it no. for Daniel. Doesn't, like, it doesn't matter, but Brock's winning. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna come down to to some sort of fuckery. But like, how many how many matches has Brock Lesnar lost? Yeah, but in you the can't last, just have like, this like in four years. You can't just have this freshly like heel turn. <laughs> You're Daniel. right. You're right. Get fucking <laughs> You're squashed. Right. You're right. You get squashed. You are not wrong. Daniel but Brock Lesnar's gonna win. Daniel's he's gonna, he's gonna win, but I think it's gonna be fucky. Remember when Roman didn't win at WrestleMania? Fucky, fucky. Yeah, I remember that every day. <laughs> and then <laughs> also didn't win at Greatest Royal Rumble? Yeah. yeah. Mm, yeah. We had to watch this match forever. Yeah, like, Dan- Daniel Bryan will rock in like, the last five years. Um, he's lost, I believe, clean, like. He lost to Undertaker? Yeah, lost Undertaker. He's lost with a dick shot. Goldberg. Goldberg. He's lost cleanly less than 20 times in his entire WWE career. so That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, he also drained a man of all of his blood once. He already didn't even have a leg. I know. 
It's a lot of blood, though. <laughs> it was Gross. also in front of his mom. Oh yeah, it was yeah. His mom was sitting in front row. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm curious to see what they do. I think it's gonna be a fucking cool match, though. It'll be really good. Like, yeah. You're right. They just have this new WWE champion, fresh turn. They shouldn't beat him. He should win. He should. Establish him a champion. He, Brock Lesnar is winning. What if he just kicks Brock, Brock Lesnar? Right Lesnar making, yeah, that's what Brock I Brock Lesnar is making probably fucking like 500 grand, 600 grand for each appearance. Oh, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. But also, dude. guess what? He's signed up until Mania, so. Yep. Yeah. Well, we got what might be match of the night Seth Rollins versus Nakamura. I think Nakamura's taking this one. Really? Yep. Yeah, like Seth literally said he hasn't been thinking about oh, Nakamura. Oh, yeah. Nakamura. Dean, Dean could just stand Dean's in the back. A, Dean's not booked, so I feel like he's gonna fuck it up, and then like yeah. Nakamura's gonna Kinshasa's face off, and then Dean's gonna come in low blow Seth from behind. Then he and Nakamura will kiss <laughs> over their shared Ooh. love of low blows, <laughs> and then Nakamura will win. Why did that fucking promo with Dean seem like so like weird? Because you can't have a burning fire that close to a car. <laughs> I also, it wasn't a Trans Am, so like we all know that's not Dean's car. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely drives a Trans Am. Did he light it with a cigarette? No, but Just he should have. No, then he threw a bunch a of gas on it, and then he, he should have his... had a fucking like bottle of fucking like one fifty one. <laughs> drinks it. There's like a small fire. Throws it in there. Oh damn! Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, and he just pulls out another one and starts sipping on it. The shield made me weak. <laughs> This didn't though. You see him like has a bottle of lighter. This fluid makes me strong. In a bottle of like Jack oh, Daniels, Dean. and he like starts pouring the Jack Daniels on the fire and starts drinking the lighter fluid. I know what I'm doing. But yeah, then he burned his shield vest. Dude, it's like Dean, you have more than one vest. Yeah. I wish he would have burned his shield turtleneck. I wish he had just <laughs> taken off all of his clothes and been naked. Just hang it, darling. I don't need these anymore. Hey, Renee, what's up? <laughs> hey, come home, baby. Can you drive me home later? <laughs> I, this water fluid is fucking my world up. I think I see John Zandig over there. <laughs> and we got Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Ronda Rousey's gonna win. Yeah, Ronda's mm-hmm. winning. Yeah, Ronda's so, winning. It'll be a show. It'll be a, a show. Sure. So I, I, I hope it like starts pointing Charlotte towards a heel turn somehow through this match. I like, say this about WWE a lot. They get you to this point where you're like, I gotta fucking stop. Like this is a little bit too much. Then all of a sudden, they fucking have one or two things. They're like. Okay, what the fuck? I gotta watch this now. Yeah. yeah. Not in a bad way, like, in a good way. And they're like, oh shit, like, this is real. Like, this is like, happening. Oh, you have me yeah. hooked. And like, it's like, and it's been almost since the um, Royal Rumble last year. Nakamura and Asuka both won. I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. And then they break down your spirit for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had zero intentions of watching Runner Smackdown this week. And I didn't watch the full shows. I just watched what I wanted to watch, but. I wasn't going to watch it at all. Until oh yeah, they were a go home show before Survivor Series. Like, and Survivor shit. And Survivor Series itself is like in a bubble anyway. Yeah, yeah no things don't matter. Yeah, exactly. It's who's line? It's the who's yeah, line of paper. It's the who's line of pay per views. <laughs> all of them except for like Royal Rumble. Also, yes. <laughs> yeah, this especially doesn't matter because even like 
who wins or loses the matches literally doesn't even decide a championship. Like, right. Yeah. It is exciting. I do like the whole like champion versus champion thing. I like that too. Yeah. Uh, I want to yeah. see Seth versus Nakamura. Right. Yeah, yeah I want to see that. I'm excited. It's I, this a night is the of, first Brock match I've been excited yeah. for in a long it's time. It's a night of dream matches for the most part. Uh, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm into it. You guys want to talk dream matches? Yeah. Well, this is the Velveteen Dream. <laughs> what about me and Sean? Against the Brothers of Destruction. It wasn't one more time. I uh, didn't watch it. No, please. One. No, please. No, the, the worst person in that match was Kane. Of course. Yeah. yeah. He's got a. He's got a. He's got mayoral duties. No, not even of course. Like he should be like one of the better ones because he was the one that was actively wrestling the, the most. Yeah. Did he yeah. have some sort of injury though? He had right fucked now? up his foot uh, ever since that Daniel Bryan he had run. Yeah. 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 Like a mayor. Shawn Michaels was actually the best one in that match. Well, yeah. It's just well because he actually went bad. Yeah, just bald. Speaking of Shawn Michaels, we're gonna do a, a new-ish segment on this thing where people teach me about the things that I may have missed. We um had talked about this like forty episodes ago. Yeah, yeah a very long time ago. And we even introduced it, saying we're gonna talk about factions. Yeah, but we never did. No, so suck your own. We'll do whatever we want. Yeah, free content. Yeah. Um. So we're talking now about fake Kane. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, we were gonna talk about fake, fake game, fucking right, we but where this is the anniversary of the Montreal Screwjob. What's that? I've never heard of it. Um. Well, you know, it's when uh, I was about to leave the World Wrestling Federation because uh, Vince McMahon, uh, who I just signed a twenty-year contract, I wasn't gonna leave. I wanted to be with this company. Told me to sign with WCW. They didn't know how to use a Bret Hart. I was the champion. I carried this company on my back for 300, 300 days a year, twice on Sunday, and that's how they repaid me, by screwing me. It's what I call being the Bella's mom after the show on Sunday, back at the hotel. <laughs> oh, God, no, no, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's introduce the characters. We got Shawn Michaels, the boy toy, the heartbreak kid. Uh, I just want to say uh, real quickly, uh, Brett, thank you so much for uh, inviting me into your home. Uh, it's uh, lovely. Uh, thank you for extending the offer uh, for me to stay uh, as long as I'm in town, which is indefinite. <laughs> well, you know, I just thought that uh, first Matt said you couldn't, but I, I told Matt, tough shit. <laughs> I know, it's not my house. It's not mine. And so uh, appreciate you coming. I know uh, this is a sore subject for us both. And also, uh, Matt, the check didn't clear. <laughs> what check? <laughs> I, I said check that I found of yours. I have no idea what you're talking about. It didn't clear. It was for $50. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Brett the Hitman Hart. Well, the excellence of execution. I've been here. Yeah, but you're... This is my podcast, you're the character. Poster. You're the character in this. And also, I'm the character oh, in this. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. This was a big part in this. Oh, hey, it's me, Earl Hebner. I don't know how he talks. <laughs> I assume like that. Just I, got, like... I got fired for selling uh, fake merchandise. <laughs> you know who else is a character in this? It's me. Because if he isn't going to do business, we do business for him. Now, uh, that's... You know, Sean... Yeah. Shut up. Uh, well, I'm your boss now, Sean. Because <laughs> when you drop the ball, I'm going to pick it back up. You look to your friends. You look to your heart. You look to the click. 
Here comes oh. X-Pac. We're <laughs> <laughs> here to rip ass! So I spent... I'm here to rip my butthole! <laughs> Ironically enough, he actually said in his promo, We're here to rip ass! <laughs> I'm not kidding, and how real that became. Dude, fart jokes. I spent... Well, a, he ripped his butt. About Man. a long time... The WWE collections are excellent, especially for things like this. Excellent of execution. <laughs> there was, That's very funny. There was... I watched a year's worth of build-up to this. Um, there was... You're just really edging this whole angle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched... I watched... I watched The Click. I watched The Birth of DX. I watched... Ew. <laughs> I watched Shawn Michaels versus uh, the or no Bret Hart versus the Undertaker with Shawn Michaels. WrestleMania. I watched Stone Cold just. I watched Stone Cold just randomly run out and beat up Bret Michaels. Bret Hart. Bret Michaels. (laughs) Which time? Um, it happened a few times. Yeah, but it was after their match. I'm pretty sure. Well, I watched before and after I saw Bret's fucking promo. So. This so this story goes like the, And it goes deeper than that. So yeah, the Montreal Screw Jubble started at the end of WrestleMania twelve. Okay. So that was the Iron Man match between the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bret Hart. Sixty minutes. Sixty minute Iron Man match. The initial plan, because they used to plan fucking far in advance. The booking team just used to be essentially Jim Cornette. Vince McMahon and Pat Patterson. They'd meet at Vince's house. And then Pritchard. And, oh, and Bruce, like... Pritchard would have been there by this point. Yeah. They'd fucking, like, eat food and, like, sit around his pool. Yeah. And Vince would want to push somebody in the pool. Just that- fucking... Just jocular. <laughs> just fucking joking around. Hey, come here! <laughs> what? Hey, you wet bitch! Can you think of a more insufferable group of people to hang around? <laughs> like, Pat Patterson is the only, like, somewhat likable person there, but he would be so fucking annoying after a while. Just smoking cigar after cigar. Hey, the Pasadena! Dude, Shane telling that story about how he shoved his dad in the pool one time? Yeah. Hey, Shane, come here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna push Pat in the fucking pool again. <laughs> I pissed myself. I took a shit. I farted, guys. I'm Vince, so that's a gross song. Uh, literally, that, have you listened to Pat? It's Pat? true. He sounds like a fucking he, stereotype. He, he messes up his, uh, like, He'll say, like, instead of Shawn Michaels, he'll say, well, that's Shawn Michael versus Bret Hart. <laughs> <laughs> so he talks like Rusev? And he's like, oh, that's, that was yeah. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most fascinating people in wrestling. He is. But um, so the plan was that for Bret to drop the title to Shawn Michaels. And then for the next year, for him to repay the favor. So you go through that year... Bret Hart's contract actually had ended in 1996. They re-signed him for 20 years. <laughs> it was a front-loaded contract with then him transitioning to like what would later come on as like an agent producer type role. Yeah. They hadn't called it that, but he'd be a backstage role after a while and probably be like an on-screen ambassador. Like just for the next 20 fucking years, up until essentially like 2016. Until, would, yeah. Like he would be signed with that contract. And they were just getting their asses handed to them by WCW by this point. Everything was bad. Shawn Michaels wasn't drawing that well as a champion. Also, he was just such a raging dick. 
Yeah. But he was so fucking good. He was so good, but like because of him, like Vader was supposed to win the title, and he didn't win the title because he fucked up a move. And so then they buried the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Didn't Shawn Michael make him cry? Called him a fat piece of shit in like Jesus. the middle of the ring. Like, like his attitude and everything, like in ring, it was. I I loved almost every second of it. Oh, Shawn Michael, it's yeah. great. The issue is that that's what he was like in real life. Yeah, yeah. Like Shawn and Triple H together, I under the, I understand. They weren't even together at yeah, this yeah. point because Shawn was still a babyface. And Triple H was still Hunter Hearst Helmsley. When he was feuding, coming out drinking tea or whatever. Feuding with Mark Marrow and like... Mm. Mark Marrow? Mark Marrow. Was he trying to get in the podcast Marco. game that early? Yeah, he was. <laughs> I thought Mark Marrow, like sidebar, was the fucking coolest he did that shooting star press. And also he was real tan. Also, <laughs> he was married disabled before Brock was. That's true. <laughs> um, so, Austin starts kind of shooting up a little bit. The ni- 1996 King of the Ring happens. Um... Then you had fucking Austin versus Bret Hart at the Survivor Series 1996 in a fucking phenomenal match. You guys need to watch it. It's really good. That was like Bret Hart's first kind of match back into everything. He was dipping his toes back in um, because he just signed that new 20-year contract. He'd taken some time off. And they decided to put the... Um, they had the belt back on for a minute. And then Sean lost his fucking smile mm-hmm. in February of 1997. Fucking cry, baby. Yeah, I'm just... I gotta go home because I lost my smile. Oh, Sean. Sean's right there. That was me. I just, um, I just said it. <laughs> there's two different Sean's. There's in-ring Sean, who, like, yells. And then there's quiet, gravelly voice Sean. Just the... Talking Heads interview, Sean. Yeah, yeah. I like I like Born Again, uh, Sad, Christian Sean. <laughs> that really, yeah, yeah. That makes so much sense. I uh, was really, uh, I was really arrogant back in the day, <laughs> and I. Uh, then they're sewing up, Sean. And then it immediately cuts to someone else talking about him. He's like, he was a fucking piece of shit. Like, I fucking hated that asshole. Yeah, he's like, yeah, but they just like, yeah, you know, um, you know egos were uh, flying, and uh, we're all just sort of. You know, well, you know, I thought. Uh, he was a disrespectful little prick. <laughs> yeah, so they had real heat. So they started getting real They worked heat. themselves into a shoot, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so around this time, he lost his smile. Brett was like, because there was talk that Sean doesn't have to retire because he hurt his knee. Well, fuck well, it. Who, who can fix that? Well, not Ray Mysterio at that time. Was, he was still <laughs> very young. He was like only like probably yeah, 12 and only like 10 years into his wrestling career. Yeah, only two, <laughs> yeah, two, or three, two or three knee surgeries behind him at that point. So they have the big iconic WrestleMania 13 match. They put the fucking title on Sid for a while. Bullshit. Take your gets it for a minute too. Um, but Bret Hart's pissed because he knows that Sean isn't really that hurt. Oh yeah, he like did a fucking like moonsault so, into the ring, ring, landing on his feet when he was like just an announcer on Raw. Yeah, for no reason. And so they actually get into a real scuffle. This then from here, oh, with Brett that, ripped a shit ton of Sean's hair out. Yeah. So Jeez. from here they start doing the um, the turn with Brett because the crowd's turning. Sean's becoming such an asshole and it's hard to contain him. They just decide, hey, we're gonna. Let what you guys do backstage. You're going to bring that out here. So DX was kind of starting to come up, and they started to team Triple H and Sean. Um, well, in the Triple H, Sean, China stuff, there were points where I was like, oh, fuck yeah, China. And then there were points where I was like, man, China's role sucks. 
I feel bad for her. Just because sometimes she would just stand there. Sometimes she'd get to punch Brett. But then they made it bad because she's like, oh, you got hit by a girl. It's like, no, China's fucking scary. It was not a progressive place back then. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. But I, it was just... Oh, she wasn't the focal point yet. She, yeah. That's later on. Okay. You, you, and sometimes when yeah, she's not definitely, speaking, definitely that was like, girl. she... Like, that may, eventually made her, like, over because oh, she yeah. was terrified. Literally, China was hired because they saw her in a gym... And they were like, oh, you know what would be funny is if we had a female uh, bodyguard to make us look stupid. Like, the point was supposed Shut to be, up. like, they needed a woman to protect them. Like, haha, how funny. Yeah. Yeah. So. And WCW. So that was, like, her Asia. start? Yeah. Was with those guys? Okay. Yeah. 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 They found uh, her it was, Her start was actually against uh, Goldust when Goldust was feuding with Triple H, and then it morphed into. Okay. Right around the same time. All yeah. at the same time frame. They pitched it to Vince and uh, he didn't, <laughs> yeah. Woman, protect him too strong, well, man. Well, no, he didn't like it at first. They had to keep like explaining it to him. I don't know. Does it make sense? A woman protected two strong men. Yeah. <laughs> Especially one that looks as good as Sean. <laughs> Heartbreak kid. He broke my heart. Oh, only heart you can't break is mine, kid. Uh, well, I, my dad did that years ago. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, I just thought I appreciate the opportunity to try. <laughs> so they start turning Brett uh, heel in the States only because everybody, everybody, yeah. everyone His else he was hero. still getting good reactions. And so by doing that, it's the first time anything like this has really been done. They're like, hey, everybody in the U.S., like especially the Times, it's like fucking South Park had just launched, but you said about heads, everybody was just like, we could say, but... <laughs> And there's titties. That was pretty much just the gist of everything. It was crazy because it was like the foreign heel thing, but with a, a white dude, essentially. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like Canada's awesome. America sucks. Got, yeah. yeah. If you want to see a but like how like we like over he still was in Canada and like really won a good show, but also just like the weird like. Heel on TV, face in the crowd thing. They're in your house, Canadian Stampede. It's a really good show for one, but it's in like um, it's in Calgary. It's in Calgary, and it's it's like the hottest crowd you'll ever see. Yeah, like it's at this time. Also, period. great Sasuke versus Takamichinoku. Yeah, like is a match on there, and it's I believe for the light game. heavyweight title. Yes, like the like first ever lightweight. Well, it was really good. Title. Yeah. Really so they, they turn Brett and they do this whole thing and he has that awesome promo mm-hmm. where you see how good of a character he really is because he was never known for his promos really. It's like, hey, you know, I'm the heart, uh, I'm the excellence of execution. I'm going to win and I'm going to do the, everything the right way. Well, then he's like, Owen, Davey, they're pitting brothers against brother. Owen, they put me against you. He's manipulating him. And then they all hug and have that good moment and you see that little smile come across his face. Yeah. He's like, I fucking got him. Um, and so they do that and they start the Heart Foundation. They add Brian Pillman into it. They get uh, Jim the Anvil Nightheart. So they're adding all these layers. And at the same time on the other part is Shawn Michaels is dickhead and everybody knows mm-hmm. it and it's just coming over on TV and so they pair him with Triple H and they're doing that. So they're kind of on a collision course mm-hmm. because they were the top faces the year before. Now they're trying to both be the top fucking heels. Okay. And so, again, it's a fucking collision course with these two. Yeah. And, like, it sounded like Triple H and Sean were definitely pushing for edgier content. Like, they, 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 they saw was... 
the, with the, the, the society like changing of, of what people were entertained by and really wanted to go diving headfirst into that. Also, they were just like big fucking frat boys themselves. Yeah, so, like, yeah exactly. One of the things that was on there was Triple H holding a DX sign while Sean was mooning it. And, and then Triple H kept pulling it down so you would see his butt. Like, Vince legitimately looked mad. Yeah, but you it know was, you know his head, he's like, yeah. It was, I like, ah, yeah, show him that He's like, I'm gonna put my ass on TV. Also, Vince does years. not sound like that back then. Rolling over! Alright! He has such a good announcer voice, it's Such scary. a shitty announcer. Well, like, he was just, like, so, like, straight, like, it sounded like just like, like next it sounded like just like watching like football, right? Like, it's when if you, if I listen back to some like old commentaries, it takes me a second to be like, oh shit, that's Vince. Yeah, like yeah. it was wild to me because I've never paid attention to it. Yeah, well, I mean, the like the Mister McMahon voice is like him like after a heel turn, like okay. he is playing like he already had, is a little gravelly normally when he's talking, and then he that's him playing it up. So. Yeah. Also, fucking young Michael Cole fucked me up with yeah. his, with his tips and his goatee, <laughs> frosted tips, and he's just too small for his suit. That was yeah. the style. I think he's wearing the same suit today. He just really yeah, do just it. fill it out a little better. Anyway, <laughs> talking about Tiga Knox. <laughs> <laughs> so, around the same time, WWE was doing really bad financially. Um. They wanted to get out of Brett's contract. And so they were like, hey, go sign with WCW. We'll, we we got to let you. We're, we can't honor your contract. Yeah, it's not like Vince is kind of like, go talk to Eric, see what he'll offer. You know, like. And they're offering $9 million less dates, like over three years. So like $3 million a year. Yeah. Doing really, really good money. But he didn't want to go. Yeah, Brett was like dedicated to Vince McMahon. Yeah. Well, and he was dedicated to that company like he was doing so yeah. well he made his career i mean that's he's he, a loyal he, guy he helped carry wwe at their lowest yeah when everything happened with the steroids who'd they go to went to brett yeah they try to always look for somebody else like with diesel try to put it on fucking diesel for a year worst fucking year in wwe history yeah. and also like think about he's the who, worst drawing champion kevin nash is the worst drawing champion mm. wwe is who are all the people that he'd be going to work with over here in wcw it's Nash, it's Hogan, it's all these people who, like... Ric Flair, who we get heat with. Yeah, like, Hogan wouldn't put him over. Like, there's all the, the... All the people at WCW are people that he doesn't want to go work, like, work for up at the top of the card. And, like, the top of the card's buddies with the people who he's having shit with here. Yeah. Well, so, they told him to go negotiate. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, go see what you can get out. We're not going to honor your contract. That was a little bit earlier in 97. Like, there was already, like, rumors about him leaving, like, a little bit after, like, Mania and all that stuff. Well, they fucking put the belt on him in August. <laughs> yeah. At, at SummerSlam against uh, Undertaker. Which, first off... Was that the one with Sean as the yes. guest? Sean as a special God. guest referee. Um, this is right in the middle of the... About to be the debut of Kane. Mm-hmm. This is fucking... So much happening in this one match. Also, like, I've seen a little bit of Young Undertaker... I get it now. Yeah. I get it now. Like, he's so... He was so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was amazing. Especially, like, he was a really good run then. Yeah. Um, And so that happens. They have Sean versus Undertaker in that October pay-per-view, which was Bad Blood. And that's where Kane debuts. 
Five Hell in a Cell match, yeah. The first Hell in a Cell match, great match. Okay, that one wasn't on the thing. No, but it's because it doesn't go with that. Yeah. That was a little sidebar. So at this point, WWE is actually doing a lot better financially. Yeah. At this point, they could honor his contract, but they're just going to let him go. And he didn't want to go. He still didn't want to go. And so him and Sean had been at each other's throats because at WrestleMania 13, um, actually before this, Sean said, I appreciate you putting me over at WrestleMania, but I'm not going to do the same for you. Yeah, well, I'm not going to lay down for you. And he even said in a promo, HBK doesn't lay down for nobody. Yeah. Uh, but it sounded, cause like, it sounded like it was, it was hard for Brett to go to Sean and be like, hey, I want you to know, I know we have our problems, but I, you know, I, I would drop it to you. I would drop the belt to you. Uh, you know, like I basically saying like, I respect you or whatever. And then, yeah, Sean comes back at him being like, you know, I appreciate you saying that, but I wouldn't do I the, wouldn't same, do the for same for you. Yeah. And that like just struck Brett so poorly that he's like, well, fuck you, dude. Plus like yeah. all this shit, like well, the sunny days, sunny days promo. Like there was rumors going around that Brett was sleeping with Sonny and on the air, he's like, Well, Hitman, I know you've been having some sunny days. Yeah. Jesus. Well, and didn't, wasn't part of the reason, like, he didn't like Sean's wrestling? Like, he thought Sean was too flashy? No. Oh, okay. He I don't know why I he, thought he, that he, he always, he, he may have said it in promos, but he always thought they could draw really good money together. Okay. And he's like, these are like, he's like, they, he even said like, they should keep him apart at times so they can always come back together. This is the money you can always yeah. come back to. I think like some st- Brett has like criticized some of Sean's like self-indulgent like selling and stuff like at the time but it wasn't like always oh, wrestling's bad it's like hey maybe you should rein that shit in okay like, okay so yeah so we're going down to kind of the wire um this is very a very brief overview of it. Yeah, <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of shit that goes watch, on in this. I would watch the the collection on WWE, the Brent and Sean collection. And then and watch the Greatest Wrestling, Rivalries. And uh, watch Wrestling with Shadows. Wrestling with Shadows. A Greatest Rivalry interview with both of them, with Jim Ross, is a great uh, Yeah, watch. I watched it yesterday to brush up, and it just kind of covers everything pretty okay. well. Um, I don't like, think I got to there yet. With the acknowledgement that it is very skewed, listen to the, the Something the Wrestle episode about the Montreal Screwjob yes, too. That too. Okay. Because like it is Pritchard is gonna be very skewed. Absolutely skewed. He's a shell for WWE. Okay. But he was there, like he was in the background, so you do get like take everything with a grain of salt, but you get some more insight okay. into stuff. And so as we're getting closer to Survivor series which is going to be in Canada, Montreal. Um, they're like, okay, Brett, you're dropping the title, Sean. And he's like, no, he didn't have the respect for me to drop it to me. He said he wouldn't. I'm not dropping it to him. And not in 90, Montreal. In yeah. the last 90 days of my contract, I have creative control. I'm going to use my creative my cre- creative control, and I will drop it to anybody else. I'll drop it to Austin. Yeah. I'll drop it to Ken Shamrock. Well, I will come the next night on Raw, and... He said he would just give it up. Yeah, and just give up the belt. Yeah. He's like, I still have a few dates on there, so it's fine. I can't, like, he couldn't legally go on a Nitro, but they're worried he was going to. So they keep trying to say, you gotta drop it. They keep trying to figure out finishes. And then finally, Triple H is the one that said, well, if he's not going to do business, we got to do business for him. God. Triple H was the shit stirrer. He really was. But then right then, Vince is like, well, uh, what do you mean? 
Like, like, what are we like talking? Everybody here? was there, like waiting. For was stuff. that like him beginning to be like the politicker, like yes. becoming yes. the Triple H he is now? Sean was a, already a politicker. Okay, he had threatened to quit after the fight. <laughs> um, he had threatened like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So Sean was already a piece of shit, and Triple H was like, well, "We got to do business for him," and so they devised this plan. But Vince was always like, "We got to wait." Maybe he'll change his mind. Maybe we can figure something out. Right. Screwing him was like the last resort. It was. And so the people who knew about it were Brett. Not Brett. Uh, I not Brett. Uh, <laughs> it was Sean, Vince, Triple H, Gerald Briscoe, and then they got Pat, Patter- uh, Pat Patterson, Earl Hebner. Don't forget about me, Earl Hebner. <laughs> right as he's about to go out. I hope he talks exactly like... <laughs> Just like fucking Bert from Sesame Street. So it was, from Sesame Street. Well, Mr. McMahon, I think we gotta screw him over. They were trying to teach Sean shooter moves. It's just in case yeah. Brett shot on him. Yeah. Um, and so Vader, who'd been involved in some other things like that, warned him, hey, something's gonna fucking go on. But he warned Brett. He warned Brett. Davey and Owen and all Pillman were all standing in Gorilla, which never happened then, like during this match. Bret Hart pulled Earl Hebner aside. It's like, hey man, I'm really worried something's gonna happen. If you and have he my didn't back till ten minutes before, right? Yeah, and he's like, I swear on my kids, I will not let anything happen. Right, because and at that point, Earl did not know no. something was gonna happen. So then Dave came in and switched with him. <laughs> Evil brother. <laughs> and so um, Bret's going in there. Okay, I'm safe. I got the boys in the back right here. I got Earl. Match happens. It's going, it's a good match. Closing the show. This is that Survivor Series '97? Survivor Series '97, brought to you by Karate Fighters. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Pretty sure the, the show was called Gang Wars. It, yeah, because that was like where Los Bariquas and like all DOA, the gang, yeah. yeah, all the gangs were having elimination matches. But it, they go to a spot where. Shawn Michaels, in an act of disrespect, was going to put on the sharpshooter. And, well, what's kind of uh, ironic, I would say, about this is that uh, he was turning the wrong leg. And so you can see him switch because I tell him, hey, Shawn, it's the wrong leg. <laughs> <laughs> and you can. You can see it in the video where, like, he has his legs, like, crossed weird and he, like, fixes it and mm-hmm. puts him in the sharpshooter. I, I, I told him how to put my move on me. And then uh, he screwed me. So he puts him in the sharpshooter. Earl like, Hebner, who had just gotten... Less sh- than two seconds. Yeah, who just gotten shit-canned, calls for the bell. Vince calls for the bell. Everybody's confused. Like, the announcers are confused. Like, Sean is... Uh, I, got, I got my ass out of there. Uh, Sean pretends yelling, to be mad. He was yelling at Vince, like, what the fuck's going on? Brett spits in Vince's face. Yeah, I know. That's probably sick. my favorite part. And so... And starts fa- using his finger to spell out WCW. WCW. Yeah, just fucking destroys the ring area. Like, all the, like, Davey and Neidhart and Pillman and all those... Not Pillman. Uh, Davey, Neidhart, Owen, they all come to the ring. Actually, maybe Pillman. And then that is... Yeah, because I was like, too, because, like, Sean was putting up, like, he had no idea what was going on. I think yeah. in the back so in the locker man, room, was, too. He's like, I had no idea! Yeah. It's like, I didn't... Yeah. Who said that? Sean. Oh, okay. And um, so Vince goes into uh, his dressing room or his office. Undertaker fucking breaks in there. It's like, you need to go talk to Bret Hart. You fucking owe him this. 
It's like you man up and you go face him. If he fights you, he fights you. Yeah. Like he fucking just tells him, hey, you go the fuck in there and you face your shit because it's going to get real. Yeah, because like you're a fucking coward if you don't. Yeah. yeah. Undertaker's been the locker room leader since then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And so, and if, uh, Wrestling with Shadows, you hear Bret Hart's dead wife. Asking uh, Hunter. Dude, that's, that scene it's is like, so fucked up. So you knew up. nothing? I knew nothing about I knew. it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know anything. And just like like, like looking her right in the eye and fucking lying. It's NXT. <laughs> I, it's like, I would have said Bret Hart. Like that fucking uh, Eric Andre show meme. Just like, how how could he, how could they do this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, it's just like, well, God is going to fucking knock you down. Yeah. Uh, look where he's at now. He's doing pretty okay. See, he might die before Actually, you know, Vince. Who knows? Teddy just fucking tore, so probably hurts. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vince goes into Brett's locker room and is like, "Are you had me over a bell, kid? There's nothing I can do." And Brett's like, "Well, you know, if you're still in there when I get out, I'm gonna fucking knock you out." And so, fucking Davy and like isn't like like fucking wearing his knee braces. Like uh, people are fucking yeah. like bracing for some shit. Shane's in there for some reason too. Dad, Brett. Dad, Dad. I'll jump in front of his fist for you, Father. Brett comes out, calls him a piece of shit, calls him all this stuff, and he's like, "I've never lied to you before." And he's like, rattles off like five things he's lied yeah. about. Then he fucking they get into a scuffle and he just fucking punches Knocks him, him in the face. Knocks him out. Uh, there's more of a scuffle. I think Davy actually injured his knee because like Shane jumped on his back. Jesus, great Shane. <laughs> And so, but yeah, he you see then Vince getting kind of carried out of there with the black eye. So the aftermath of this is kind of some of the most important things that's happened in wrestling. So because of this, there became a character known as Mr. McMahon, mm-hmm. the evil boss. Because he wasn't acknowledged as the owner of the company. Until no, he was, he was an announcer. An, an announcer. He was an announcer. They, every now and then they would have things like where, like... DX said some stuff. DX would say some owner. stuff. And Bret Hart, like, in the that early stuff where he said, this is bullshit, you turn a blind eye, Gorilla Monsoon turns a blind eye. Mm-hmm. Gorilla Monsoon, you know it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that promo. <laughs> and so that turned it into the character after the the Bret screwed Bret stuff. Yeah. It also helped usher in, like, all this chaos, and it kind of made some room at the top of the card since Bret was leaving. And essentially Austin was the one that took it because... Two months later, Shawn Michaels hurt his back against the Undertaker, Undertaker at uh, Royal Rumble. Mm. So he was about to be out anyways, too. It's big, like, look at, like, who had been in, like, the Intercontinental title scene over, like, the year before that. And it's like Triple H. And, like, it's Triple H, Rock, and Stone Cold. Like, in that, even in that next year, it's Triple H and Rock. Mm. Like, through, like, 90, like, 98. Yeah, because they're, like, so it's, like... Stone Cold rises up to the main event, and then those two feud over the Intercontinental title, and then rise up like because there's this huge vacuum, like, and suddenly you have like three of the biggest stars ever in the company, mm-hmm. all there right at the same time. Yeah, and so it, it really propelled WWE because there was like, what the fuck happened? Is this real? Like Owen Hart, like they wouldn't drop him, but they dropped Davy and Nightheart, but they made fucking Nightheart do some fucking bullshit on the way out. Um, D- D- Brett went to WCW, but first he didn't debut until co- like a month later, and then of course he just wasn't used right. Yeah, they Hogan, just fucked it up. Like, and Hogan was obviously gonna not let him do anything, and and so, Hogan directly fucked up. Like his first big thing was like the whole the Sting versus Hogan Starcade match that like 
it's supposed to have, it's supposed to have a fast count at the end, like for Hogan to win. And then Brett was gonna come down and say, "No, I've been screwed before. I'm not letting this happen. Restart the match." And then, but Hogan told told the ref not to do a fast count. So Brett comes out and looks like a fucking idiot because he's telling him to restart the match over no for nothing for no reason whatsoever. Damn. So like killed all of Brett's heat like heat whatsoever that he could have had with that. Yeah, fucking Hogan. So that kind of ushered in that that evil character of Mr. McMahon. It had already been with the Attitude Era, but it just kind of pushed it more. And he was the perfect foil for Steve Austin, who was getting that rocket strapped to him. And so um, it changed a lot of things. And it made it was. I remember watching it as a kid, and it was fucking out of control. Yeah. And wasn't that like one of the first times that they acknowledged it was fake? No. No? no. That was the steroid thing. They, that was they even, even before that. Okay. Yeah. The curtain call? Oh, and the curtain call. Yeah. They even did that. Okay, well, fuck, that was wrong. Like, it's, they, they, One of the first times that Vince acknowledged it was fake was to get, um, be, like, to quit getting as much sanction and taxes and stuff. Yeah. And specifically in New Jersey because they hadn't run business there since, yeah. like... And then, like, what Jenna was saying, the current call was, like, when the clique was leaving, like, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were leaving, to, Triple yeah. H and Shawn Michaels all raised each other's hands, and then as DX, they showed it on the big screen. Hey, I was a bad guy. Hey, I was a good guy. Yeah. That's Razor. <laughs> That's Diesel. Why are we hugging? <laughs> And then also go put Hunter in the doghouse for a literal year. Yeah. But buried the fuck out of... But that also gave a Stone Cold winning King of the Ring because it's supposed to be Triple H. Mm -hmm. So from there as well, Bret Hart did not come back to WWE until 2009 where he finally came back as far as in the company. He did accept uh, Hall of Fame in 2006. Mm -hmm. Um, his career just never was the same in WCW. He his career did tragically end because of Goldberg kicking him right in the fucking head. Yeah, damn. And uh, yeah, like I said, Sean got injured uh, like shortly after the screw job, but then came back in two thousand two for like had an amazing run. Yeah, until two thousand and nine, yeah. and up until now. Did mm-hmm. uh, did Brett wrestle in WWE again? Yes. <laughs> okay. Kind of. Kind of. Horrible. He couldn't take bumps at that point because he'd had a stroke. He had a stroke by then, and post-concussion syndrome just wasn't good for him. So it just the Montreal Screwjob was just this moment in time where everything kind of changed. Yeah, and it's something that's gonna always be talked about. Mm -hmm. It's one of the most important events in history. Well, nothing like that has ever happened, has it? Since were they both? Were they? Were they just like? Yeah, there's probably been stuff since. But, I mean, not, not on this major I guess, scale. I guess so, egos are different now. Yeah, well, also, screw jobs in wrestling, are, like, that's why Bader was warning him. Mm. That's why people were warning Vince him. Vince had done it before, specifically with women. Specifically Wendy, that, was it Wendy Richter? Wendy Richter, and because of Fabulous Moolah. Moolah didn't like her. and Wasn't part of her fucking crew. So, yeah. uh, Moolah, like... Shot on her. Shot on her, screwed her out of the, the title. Damn. So, yeah, things like that, I mean, it doesn't, it's not as prevalent, but... I like, guess there are, like... Quick change finishes, but they're like fine to do the job. I mean, it happened fucking Triple A last year. There was some shit like that that happened. Sexy with, Star. Yeah, Sexy Star. Oh, and then yeah. there was like a finish to a match that someone didn't. Yeah. Like agree to. But nothing. But nothing like this. So this was a big thing, and it changed the landscape of wrestling. Changed wrestling history. 
This is wrestling history. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the Attitude Era was already, like, starting and stuff and on its way, but it's, like, just gasoline on the fire, like, at this moment. Like, like because, like, there was that slight, like, that breaking it down of the fourth wall a bit. Like, mm-hmm. they're already doing, but this just, like, solidified it. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a, I guess, a kind of brief synopsis of uh, Screwjob. Yeah. Uh, like I said, watch the... The the rivalries thing you said I haven't watched that yet. Uh, the the Collection. collection um, it's long. I started it and then stopped and then just skipped to like a year before. Um, yeah. And then um, Wrestling with Shadows is real good to get Brett's side of it. Mm. Uh, it's also a very well done documentary. Yeah. Now just the fact that fucking like, Brett was already like. Like having a documentary made about like his life and stuff when all this happened, yeah. Like is it's so fucking wild. Like that just doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, and thanks to Brent and Sean for talking about this. You know it's it's rough, but well, we appreciate it. Well, you know I'm uh I'm always into talking about me. <laughs> uh yeah I mean I uh I just uh I yeah I mean I, I think I'll be staying here a few weeks uh uh maybe a couple months. But, uh, well, you know, you're always invited here. That's right. I, it's Matt, very, very gracious. You um, gotta move out of your bed. I, I see that I'm not the only one who sleeps in that bed. Well, you better get a different bed then. I can't afford more beds. Well, you better find another <laughs> bed or sleep on the floor. There because, are a lot of dog beds. Because uh, Sean and I are taking that one. <laughs> we're gonna Gross. We're going to sleep <laughs> under my leather jacket. Isn't that against Sean's religion? I uh, well, I am uh, vastly uncomfortable with the well, idea well, of sharing a bed with another man. Well, what we'll do is we will uh, build the little blanket fort in the middle of the line. So Sean, it's like two small beds. Uh, maybe I can uh, crawl my way over to your side every once in a while. And, uh, Sean, don't lie. All the members of DX sucked each other's dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I can neither uh, confirm nor deny uh, these allegations. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Um, you can follow me on the internet at Ostercoaster on Twitter, at Blue Oster Colt with a V on Instagram. That's it. Boom. Uh, I'm at Matt underscore on underscore drums on Instagram, uh, at Russell Drums on Instagram. Got a sweet dog dog named uh, Zeno Paparinos on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a new friend, Wendy, who's popping up in some pictures. Wendy! <laughs> uh, we try not to use the scary voice in front of her <laughs> until she's like super comfortable with her name, but she doesn't even give a shit. Uh, it, uh, you can check out a podcast I do with my mom. It's called Dealing With It. It's a, I love it. It's a grief grief and uh, life podcast, and it's been fun doing that with her. And we just put out our fourth fourth episode, but that's where all podcasts, you know, wherever podcasts can be found. Check it all. Yeah. Follow me at My Chemical Dad Pants on Instagram. Great name. At Kayfabe Dad on Twitter. Follow us at Genuine Russell Boys. <laughs> I love that name. Follow us at Genuine Russell Boys on Instagram, at Russell Boys Cast on Twitter. Buy our merch, bit.ly slash Russell Boys merch. And also, I'd like to sign that name, 10XT. <laughs> Russell okay. Boys? We'll talk. No, not you. Oh. My capital <laughs> dad pants? Yeah. That's a great I'm, name. I moved to Florida. Yeah, if I could live in that apartment complex, that all NXT Yeah, I want to use EC3's pool. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Eater of OV Worlds. Or on Instagram at Jenna Kiata, K-I-E-T-A. Or 
Oh, you could follow Dogs our dog. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. You could follow our dog Abby at Abby the Tamaskin on Instagram. She has great adventures. <laughs> She's a real sweet. sweet is, that her, is that her Tinder bio? <laughs> Take me on an adventure. That's a uh, touch my button, buy me pizza. <laughs> Nice. Hell yeah. Four years strong for life. I don't know. Says the millennial man. Yeah, the millennial man. Um, duck shirt on social media. You can also suck your own. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Audibletrial.com slash just boys guys. Read a fucking book. Well, you know, I think you read a fucking book. Yeah, there's a book with a lot of Triple H in it, an NXT book. Yeah. Oh, cool. is it on Audible? Yeah. I don't know, cool. but I have the book. I never Hunter read it. God, imagine if Hunter reads it. <laughs> I did. No. It was good. Because it had me and my kids. <laughs> That's what I call them. They're Hunter's kids. <laughs> Old Uncle Paul. Sometimes with a tear in our eyes. The tear in our eye and a fart in my ass. <laughs> God. <laughs> Just a blending of Triple H now and DX Triple H? Fuck. Boners. They're basically trying to, and just your dad, like, getting <laughs> drunk, making boogers. sex jokes. Hey, son, boogers. <laughs> you just get, like, a little too comfy with you. It's like, okay, dad, I don't really want to hear these stories. <laughs> yeah, well, this one time I was just... Well, Nikki, here's the thing. I bark your mom. <laughs> well, you know, you're not the only one that porks around here, son. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. You know, I've done my fair share of porking. Hey, no, and you know that we have extra long weenies. <laughs> kill, I just remembered there's a line about Kilwasa there. Also, Shawn Michaels legitimately had been sleeping with Sonny. Yeah. So, they were going to get a house together. Wow. Sunny days, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> well, you know, I may have had a sunny day or two as well. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for listening. Suck your own. Is dead. Say suck your own instead. That's our new catch. <laughs> suck your own. Oh, that's um, a good catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, good work boys. if you can get it. <laughs> yeah. Russell Boys 316 says Gabe screwed Gabe. And if you don't like it, tough shit. I don't like it, tough shit. <laughs> <laughs>